What's poppin', my people? My name is Carl. And my name is Max. Welcome to episode 21 of Holus Accountable. Thank you so much for hanging out with us this week. Man, we got a fun episode coming. Episode 21, this episode can legally drink. We're excited because we're drinking too. Let's go. Hell yeah, let's get it. Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and relax. Let's go. Thank you for tuning in. I know your time is valuable. There's thousands of other podcasts that you could have settled for. But now you're just vibing with two goofy dudes from Wisconsin who like to discuss their problems and figure out ways to solve them. And challenge the listeners to get up out of their comfort zone. Try some shit they ain't done before. This is Hold Us Accountable. Hold Us Accountable episode 21. Yeah, 21, man. Goddamn. Hell yeah. Yeah, this is Hold Us Accountable. Maximilian, what's going on, my brother? Uh, we're back in the stoop. What's back going on with you? The motherfucking stoop. Yeah, man. Hey, shout out yeah. Decker Polinari. Hey, hold us accountable. Woo! Yeah, dude. Shout out hey. Decker for that uh, beautiful intro. Oh, and here we Decker. are, man. Hey, here we are. And we're back. That was the uh, word from our sponsors. Thank you hey, all for hanging out with us. Thank you so much week. for <laughs> hanging out with us. Max, how you feeling today, Bob? Good, man. How you feeling? You're back from Vegas. What's up, man? Uh, back you from when you, uh, you, we, you, are you buying us a new studio? What's going on? I'm back from Vegas with uh, rich, a rich heart and a empty pocket, Empty pocket. Okay, so the slot machines, bl- blackjack table, they didn't uh, go well for you. Slot machines, penny, mach- penny slots all weekend long. Didn't hit a single goddamn thing. And I, I got, I still have my Costco card in my wallet, so that, that's good. That's, that's about that's the only good. thing I got. How about your? Uh, how well was hey your weekend, man. amigo? Uh, it was good, man. Uh, did some hiking around Baird's Creek. Oh, uh, yeah, man, it was fun. Drank some beer, hung out. I tell you what, we could definitely do a trash pickup in Sin City. Uh, yeah, we we definitely need to do go back to Baird's Creek, right in our oh, alley, yeah. and uh, go back there because once that snow melted. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at trash everywhere. Oh, um, God. So I, much I, I bet about. us in City had quite a bit of trash. Uh, They're real trash, stinky human fuckers. trash, all kinds of trash They're out there. They're just beautiful trash out beautiful there, Beautiful trash. Man. Sure, sure. Yeah, sure. With sitting with a lot of my money. Right. Oh, I bet. Well, I yeah. mean, not a lot, but. Just enough. Enough <laughs> to make <laughs> you go, ah, fuck <laughs> you, trash. It shoots. It shoots. <laughs> shoots, Magoots, they got me again. But, hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. For joining us on episode twenty one to hold us accountable. Me and Max are ready to talk some shit. Yeah. Yeah. We I don't have a I you you came pretty well prepared. I Did I, I didn't come day too off. well prepared today, but I'm I'm uh, I'm prepared to hang out, talk. And, uh, most prepared you have to be. Have a have a couple brew thousand. We got a good beer of the week. Yeah, for I'm you excited guys for this today. one. This one looks tasty, <laughs> sounds tasty. I already had a Couple warm ups. I had a couple bush lights in us to get us uh, lubricated and ready to go. <laughs> and uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice and lubricated <laughs> for this one. But uh, hey, uh, thank you for everybody listening. Uh, Max, you say this. Give them just give them this part today. If you're listening on whatever, give us that. If you're, you know, oh, you, we're doing that. Just uh, do it. Should yeah, I? Why not? I mean, okay. If you're <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh yeah no again thank you to everyone who's been listening and uh, interacting with us on social media and all that uh, fun stuff that we got going on. Um, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, please give us uh, a review, rate, uh, rate it, write, write something. Doesn't have to be anything about the you show. You guys fucking suck. It can be. So this show stinks. It can be. You guys uh, sound 
beautiful. Like, you guys, it, do, it, it doesn't even have to be anything. It can be yeah, whatever you want. Whatever you want. I like the color orange and exactly and give us a star rate. That's all that matters. But anyway, if you want to do that, go if ahead. If you want to do that. Hey, do big it. shout out to Decker Polinari for that intro song. Uh, hopefully we'll have that th- that entertainer back on this show yeah, sooner than later. That was episode nineteen. Uh, yeah. Hell yeah. So, but yeah. Hey, uh, thanks everybody. What else? what else? Um, that yeah, that's about it, man. That's oh, about oh no, 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 YouTube. We're on YouTube. YouTube. Oh yeah. Hey, I always forget yeah. this. Uh, go go to YouTube and <laughs> subscribe subscribe to our channel. Uh, I don't know. If you know, I think it j- there's just a little blue dot next to our icon when our video is up. So yeah, you, yeah. It, hold us accountable on YouTube. Hold us accountable on Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, haven't made a Twitter. I don't know if people do the Twitty thing anymore. But Dude, yeah, we we need to get more on Twitter. Honestly. Yeah, let's get on the Twitter game, maybe. A hey, possible know. weekly challenge. Twitter. Twitter. But hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you. Oh, I, it's funny. So on my birthday, I I saw the post on the the Hula yeah. account, Mister <laughs> Ladies and Gentlemen himself, Carl Wardlow. I was like, why did you sit? And I was like, oh yeah, that's about <laughs> all. So hey, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining us on episode twenty one. We're feeling good. I'm back from Vegas. Me and Max are thirsty. Yeah, a couple bush lights went down before the show, but we got something way better to drink and uh, to share with y'all, ladies and gentlemen. This is episode twenty one, beer of the motherfucking week. Let's go. Max, pull me up some of that shit. Yeah. I like beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad. Give me a beer. I really, really want a beer. I love that song. It's great. We'll find a new one one day. Hey, dude. Shout out Decker. Hey, <laughs> Shout out Decker. Decker. Hey, so episode 21, Beer of the Week is Oscar Blues Can O Bliss IPA. It is a hazy India pale ale. No, it's a citrus India pale ale. Citrus India pale ale, 7.2% Elky Hall. So we're getting fucking smashed tonight. And uh, so we're coming on, you know, we're going to give you guys a little bit of Packer talk today because there has been uh, some big news in Packer talk and free agency is right around the corner. Two days from now, it's it's March 15th right now. Free agency starts March 17th, which is uh, some interesting flavors, <laughs> which is St. Patty's Day. So we're going to rate these like beers off of uh, Packer free agency pickups uh so uh the best beer in the world would be a reggie white and the worst beer would be something like like, uh, hardy nickerson exactly so we're gonna open these up max beat me to the point this is uh oscar blues cannabis ipa cano bliss can o bliss that's c-a-n dash o dash b-l-i-s-s cano bliss ipas Mm. Uh, Oscar's Brewery, Citrus India Pale Ale. Carl's gonna have more about the brewery, but I believe it is out of first taste. Max, let me just add, first first sip. What do you think? I heard you mumbling over there, like yeah, yeah it's okay. I mean, it's kind of like, what do you think? 
what caught caught me off guard at first. Cause it do, it uh it's it's got oh. a sweeter start than I uh was expecting. I have a bushlight and a candle bliss. So, so you have a candle bliss and a candle bliss. Candle bliss latte. Um, but no no no, no. It, it, it's not bad. It's good. It. I really like it for the fact that like it's so different <laughs> that I I don't like I, I appreciate the uh the stall in my oh like it, it's not a it's not one where I have to stop and be like oh wh- what am I tasting like it's it's it it the lisps hits the taste buds right off the bat yeah it makes me stop and go, oh what am I drinking like that's good that's uh that's different it's something I can I can just sip and enjoy. You know, it's not uh, it's not too light, or I feel like I'm I could drink too many, and you know, because it's a high ABV. So, y- so uh, what is Max talking up. about? Max is talking about the Cano Bliss Hazy. Cano Bliss Hazy yeah. IPA is a seven point two ABV. Is <laughs> just got cut off. Right? Oh. Wait, all right, we'll no, continue. No, no, keep talking about this <laughs> Cano Bliss. Love it. Great. <laughs> so what you want to finish? I don't even remember what I was talking about now. Perfect. Candle Bliss Hazy IPA is a hazed out and hopped up IPA brewed with uh start start st- Max real quick. Give me that word. Strata. <laughs> Fuck me, Jesus Christ. Strata. Who the let let me graduate high school. Anyway, Candle Bliss Hazy IPA is a hazed out, hopped up IPA brewed with Strata, Cashmere, Enigma. Uh, You're <laughs> really good at reading. There's so much words in here. Alutra Blanc and Erika hops packed with flavors of stone fruit, melon, and peach. Just like Oscar Blues, this beer is unfiltered, uncommon, unrestrained. Cano Bliss IPA is part of the rotating Cano Bliss IPA series. <coughs> I don't know why I the under- fuck you. I didn't know a single word you just said. I I don't either. So All hopefully I whoever's heard was listening, Cano Bliss series. So while we're drinking this and thinking of our rating, um, I explained why we're what we're rating this off. Yes, they did right. Yep. Yeah. So pack free, free agents, agents. pack of free agents, free agency is coming up. Um, action's about to start popping off. We got a little bit of Packer talk, so we're going to do this off of uh, Packer, free agents, the best and the worst. And while we're thinking of that, unless Max needs to get any words in before I interrupt him and he gets upset again, you want to talk about anything before I talk about Oscar Blue history? or No, man. Um... <laughs> Nah, you know, uh, I think uh, I think uh, you appreciate when I when I let you talk. So that's all I'm saying. Is, oh, uh, hey, I do appreciate <laughs> that too. So shut the fuck up over there. Let me talk. No, 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 no. I I think. All right, real quick. So this is what I'm gonna be thinking about because uh, <sighs> this is a beer that um, you have to like let it kind of marinate a little bit. And just, you have to, it's not like an instantaneous success. Let it sit on the tongue yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, so it's not like an instant success. So I, I got to think of a free agent that was kind of a little bit more. I'm going to do this. I'm going to just show you guys the can so you can see what's popping. Yeah, good call. Um, It's a really cool can. Um, 
And so I'm trying to think of a free agent that, like, he might not have, like, paid off, like, immediately, but just eventually you were like, oh, man, like, that guy, we, that's a dude, like, we re- we're really glad we had because, you know, we needed, uh, we needed a guy like him, you know, in the, in the long run. And you know what's hard, like, I looked up before, um, and I'll share the history behind Oscar Blues after this, but. I, I looked up, like, obviously, Packers, top 10 free agencies in the history, top 10 worst. But I never really, like, con- like considered, looked at, like, in between, like, eight free agencies we've gotten who, like, gave us a little bit, but didn't get, you know, I never looked at that middle ground. I kind of okay. looked at, like, the worst and the best. So we'll have to do a little bit of... Yeah, we'll have to do a little digging investigating because, because I think there are some like there are some Packer free agents from back in like the nineties that I think, you know, maybe helped contribute to the the Packers Super Bowl runs that they went on. Yeah. But like I just right off the top of my head can't think of, of those players. Uh so yeah, I definitely we're gonna take a little bit of a look at some lists and try to figure out because this is a really, I'm not going to lie, this is one of the more complex beers I feel like I've had. It's just it's just different, you know? It a, is. A it's citrus like. Citrus IPA. Because uh, I, I feel like a hazy IPA is kind of citrusy in a way. Pre- well, uh, and you said this is a hazy IPA. Yeah, right? they, I think. Or they classified it too, but the can says citrus, so that's why I'm And I'm you know what, okay, off. you know what I have been learning? Like, we've been. Mostly doing like IPAs, different IPAs. It's like strongly what we've right done. There's so many and different kinds of beer. I've you know I've drank plenty of IPAs beforehand, but I never really th- like kind of uh, categorized the differences like hazy IPAs, uh, just IPA, India IPAs, or American IPAs. Right. But now that we drink a lot of them. Like I'm kind of starting to pick out like right. hazy IPAs are always like a little, a little more mellow, a little like less less, uh, hoppy tart I guess. Like a right. little like more fruity, the w- smooth. Yeah. They start off a little smoother and then finish with yeah. that hop. Yeah, and then you got your like traditional IPA, which are pretty like hard, heavy, hoppy, like uh, like uh, um, a fucking, god damn it. A Sierra Nevada IPA, like a ah, like a sure. torpedo or so, you yep. know, yep, like yep, something yep, like yep, that, yep. where it's hard hitting. But we've been doing a lot of like hazy IPAs. We have been doing a lot of hazy, hazy IPAs, and I think the reason why is because I think we enjoy hazy IPA, which they I are. I think I've because they're a very good blend of just like of that just kind of mellow start, and then you end, and you're just like, oh, that was like that's some tart. That's that kind of kicked my the back of my throat pretty good right there, you yeah. know. And you just, and it's just a nice beer to sip and not really like. I don't want to say like, um, well, like for what we're doing here, we're not trying to drink a lot. We're not trying to uh, drink a ton and get drunk. We're just trying to hang out, have fun, enjoy some beer, and I feel like. Hazy yeah, they're, they're a little stronger, but but the hazy IPA has been the beer we we have enjoyed just kind of sipping. Um, well, and I shouldn't say sipping, but you know what I mean, just like slamming. Yeah, slam a jamma. No, but there it's 
They go a long way. Yeah, a can 100%. goes a long way. Whereas you feel, I feel like one of these is like mm, one and a half bush lights. You know or what? No, or and even I, like two and a half. I think I got mine for this because er, I don't know. It's kind of a hard one. We've gotten the Packers have gotten a lot of good free agencies, like. You know, it goes from, you know, we got Willie Wood out of free agency. We got fucking. Um, so one I originally thought of, but I just see this beer is a little bit not uh, flashy is not the right word. A little bit more. So this guy, Ryan Pickett stuck out defensive tackle. Oh, yeah. This beer isn't a defensive tackle, though, to me. This beer is like a beer that sticks out more than a defensive tackle. I think I got... I'm going to say mine. All right. Let's hear it. I'm going to go with Julius Peppers on okay. this can of bliss. And, sure. and for the reason why, like, Oscar Blues, I love Oscar Blues. I have a lot of love. I've, I've tasted a lot of their beers, and a lot of their beers are very fantastic. And this citrus India pale ale is good. Um, I don't think it is compared to the levels of their other beers that I've tried, but it's good. And Julius Peppers, when he came in, Julius Peppers came from a back, right? Julius Peppers was the best back in the day, you know, like through the Panthers. Um, he was uh, a fucking, he's a Hall of Famer. Yeah. But when we got him, he was, you know, he was a little older. Um, but he came in and he he put in the work, and he he held that position as the defensive end. He 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 was still making plays for the Packers when he came in. Mm-hmm. And so to me, that's kind of what this beer is. Is like, you know, it's not the best of what this company has produced through the time. But when it came to me, you know, it's good. It's good. And I can ride with it, but it's not the best. I don't know. It's a, it's a Julius Peppers Packers to me. It's not a Julius Peppers for the Panthers. Julius Peppers for the Panthers, that would be a, a Hall of Fame beer. So, to me, this is a this is Julius Peppers right. beer. I gotcha. I gotcha. I, and I'm going, I'm going a little bit, I'm, I'm going same uh, position group-ish. Um... But I'm going a little bit different uh, reasoning. Okay. Uh, I am going. Uh, I'm going Santana Dotson. Mm. All right. Um, or no, 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 no. I'm sorry. Not uh, not Santana Dotson. Wait, wait, wait. I said the wrong. <sighs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going with um, with Sean Jones. Defensive end. Um, you need some background to Sean Jones. Defensive end Sean Jones uh, was a big pickup for the Packers in 1994, giving a team a strong pass rusher on the opposite side of the line from future Hall of Famer Reggie White. And to me, that's the biggest thing with this beer. Oh, it's, yeah, he was the on the other hand. It's underrated. It's uh, er, it, it not underrated, excuse me. It catches you by surprise. You go, oh, yeah, that's a good, like, oh, okay, yeah, that's a good beer. Whereas uh, Sean Jones, you go, oh, he played opposite Reggie White, and he was, oh yeah, he was a good pass uh, rusher. Yeah, I like yeah, what you're yeah, saying. Yeah. Here. Okay, yeah, yeah, they did need an op- a guy opposite Reggie White to keep Reggie White free. It's a complimenting kind right. of beer. It's, it's a compliment. It's not a beer 
Um, then I'm going to go and uh, get every every week or crave or it's not that type of beer that's gonna get a sack every week it's not the type of beer that's gonna shut down every week but it's gonna hold its own it's gonna gonna hold hold its own when you do call upon it it's gonna be damn tasty it's gonna be good i appreciate Um, that you know you you need it opposite it's it's like one of those it's like a good contrast like i've been going real light lately i need something uh, a little bit heavier but still little bit of that light flavor, um, change it up a little bit, boom, right here. Can but hey, I will bliss. say one of my favorite names for a beer, the Can Look. Yeah, I agree. Top, top, top 10, Can of Bliss IPA series, beautiful. Dude, so, yeah, uh, when we were walking through the, the store, the beer aisle, I saw the, the, the case for it, and I was like, well, that's a funky looking case, yeah. but we just kind of kept walking around. So I didn't see I didn't see the name. All and as I soon saw as we went back, you're like, "Yo, dude, I looked, I saw this right right as we got into the store, right as we, yeah, headed through the beer aisle, yeah, because so. it's just like a funky swirl, swirly looking can. It's a cool, cool can. It is, it is. So uh, we are drinking the Cannabis IPA series by Oscar Blues, and uh, well, Max is. Uh, chomping down the information on the computer, I will give you a little background on Oscar Blues, which I want to tell you guys, I'm a very big Oscar Blues fan. Very, very big Oscar Blues fan. Uh, First time I had Oscar Blues was me and my brother when I was 18. We both quit our jobs. My brother was 28. We drove out to Idaho, and we happened to stop at a campground, grabbed a case of beer, and Oscar Blues... I think it was their pale ale or one of their like most famous beers. My brother just grabbed a case. We had it while we were camping and like that turned into our favorite beer the whole trip. So did like you did you know about this? Uh this like did uh did you br- did Tom No, he, Tommy didn't know either. we like it was uh going to the grocery store, we grabbed something, headed to the campsite, drank a case of Oscar Blues. Uh it was their like one of their original beers and and after that, like all we were looking for through the through the whole trip was, yo, let's get more Oscar Blues. Yeah, okay. and I, I didn't really I didn't really know that it um, trickled down to Green Bay. You know, because there's some you'll find different brews around the states, right? And you can't necessarily find those in your hometown, but this is one like when you pointed this out today, I was like, oh, it's fucking Oscar Blues, man! Like yeah. that's sweet. Yeah. So my first Oscar Blues, it was the Dale's um, Pale Ale. That was the. It's a okay. year round. It's pretty. It's probably one of their most famous beers. So Dale's Pale Ale by Oscar Blues. That was the beer me and Tommy picked up. Got hammered on at a campsite somewhere in the wherever in the Bliss. Oh, yeah. yeah. And so yeah, when we saw that, when you pointed this out, I was like, fuck yeah, that's awesome. So. uh yeah, let me tell you a little bit about Oscar Blues. So a pioneer in craft beer space, Oscar Blues was the first brewery to stuff craft beer into a can in 2002. Okay, so you read this, th- you told this to me before the show, and I was very confused. So I want you to read that again. Slowly. A pioneer in craft beer space. 
Oscar Blues was the first brewery to stuff craft beer into a can in 2002. Okay. So when I first heard this, I'm just thinking stuffed craft beer into a can. And I didn't – obviously, my head went right to, okay, they're canning beer, right? Like, But then it was like, wait a minute. They they, they – okay, maybe – I was like – 2002, that was the first time craft beer was in a can. So then I was like, okay, maybe stuffed means something else. That's what I'm saying because this got me a li- like. So this is this a, as I, this is on the Oscar Blues website. This is the first brewery to stuff craft beer into a can. Let's see what let's see what happens. So when can we you type look it. that up? And I'm gonna continue. Yeah. So starting with Dale's Pale Ale, that was the first Oscar Blues beer I've had. The original craft beer in a can. Oscar Blues brand was a mainstay on the shelves of your local store ever since, establishing itself as a symbol of independent craft beer. Since those scrappy beginnings in Lyons, Colorado, our story has evolved, and it's time for our look to evolve with it. With new releases like 1Y, 100-calorie hazy IPA, and Rosé for Days, you may have noticed a few changes changes to the designs you're used to. The new look embodies the spirit of Oscar Blues, bold, brash, inspiring, um, with stars and stripes flanking, a badge brewery logo. The badge, a seal of adventure, retains the funky font styling of Oscar Blues beginning as a music-centric brew pub locked within a crest of craft brew credibility. We have big things planned for 2020. Join us in the next step of Oscar Blues history as as updated packaging rolls out for our bold, fresh beers. Stay tuned for more details. So that's, like, what's just going on with Oscar Blues. I okay. mean, uh, I mean, they're younger. They're, they're, I'm younger. I'm older than them. I mean, they're a pretty fresh brew crew, I guess you could say. But the I'm still stuck on the whole... Um, so I saw one craft thing. beer. And uh, I saw one website from a news article that had the story on Oscar uh, Oscar Blues um, was the first brewery to can craft beer, but half of the article was like cut in half. It was just cut in half, so I could only read like. It so would what get, it would get through half the sentence and then half of it would be gone and they would just pick up. But so anyway. I just want everybody to know that like we're just reading off sources we got on the internet. This isn't. So yeah, we're looking. We're trying to figure out uh, what it what it means. Not what it means, but uh, the rebirth of canned beer. There you go. Beer in a can. It has a decade-old image, uh, problem bland, mass-produced, and metallic tasting. Now craft brews are trying to do for canned beer what New World winemakers did for screw caps more than a decade ago. 
Uh, writes Megan Lane. Okay. I go to the pioneers of canned craft beer. Yeah, so the pioneers of canned craft beer. So 1991, Midcoast Brewing Company launched cans of Chief Oshkosh Red Lager. Its ad copy emphasized the use of cans to protect delicate flavors. Uh, 1992, switched to bottles after consumer resistance. 1994, Mid Coast Brewery folded. So okay. So 2001, Canada's Yukon Gold Craft Brewery put its lager into cans as this was the container of choice in the province. 2002, Colorado's Osco Blues began canning its beer, the first U.S. craft brewer so. to re-embrace the can. So it's kind of the one that la- it was the one who re re like instated the can craft yeah, beer. Yeah. So and it sounds like well, see, and the first one, nineteen ninety one, that was a lager. That wasn't a craft beer. So so two thousand two shit. This yeah, is no, no. real shit. Well, and it's not even that I thought it was phony. No, but, I I kind of did. But you can, I mean, uh. Lessons learned from a, a great man. You can make a kind of any anything, any news headline, or or you can create anything in your favor if you're trying to advertise for it. If if that if that if that brewery wanted if there's a brewery out there that wanted to say they were the first to do something, I'm sure there's a way or whatever. I'm sure there's a way they could finagle it. So that's why. I was like, "What do what do they mean by?" Because when they said stuffed cans, yeah. I thought they were being tricky with something, being like, "No, no, no we stuffed the cans. <laughs> yeah. We didn't we didn't can cans. We stuffed the cans." You know, it was like yeah, one of those yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's what I was confused about. But um, so hey, uh, we're drinking a we're drinking a beer brand we're, that was we're drinking a, a legendary brewery right here. This is beer from a legendary brewery. Hell yeah! I mean to to be Cano the Bliss well, IPA, and and the cool thing is, I mean the f- the you know in 1991, they were people said it was uh they did the they used the can thing because they wanted to protect the flavors, but then people just were like, nah, we don't like it. So yeah. may, I mean that brewery sounded like it might have been onto something, but then they just couldn't sell enough of it, and then you know ten years later. Another brewery comes along and embraces it and makes it their own, you know. And, hey, uh, really, good for really Oscars. Yeah, good for them. Good for us now that we're drinking it. Good you know? for us. Who would have known back in 2002? Shoots, uh, you know. I was fucking five years old. Yeah. I was, yeah. I was, I was nine, probably having one. Nine years ago. Yeah. <laughs> I was probably sipping on one, you yeah. know. Fuck it. Get a can, but hey, we rated uh, bo- this. Would have been a bottle though. Yeah, would have been. It would have been a bottle. But hey, we're rating our uh, beer of the week this week off uh, free agents. Max yeah. gave it a gave it a Sean Jones. I gave mine a Julius Peppers. This is the Cano Bliss IPA series by Oscar Blues, mm-hmm. and this mm-hmm. is delicious. Yes, it is, my friend. Mm-hmm. But don't worry, we're not done with beer talk yet. Oh no. We got more coming. I oh, like yeah. beer because it is good. I drink beer because I should. If there was a song to sing, I sing it and beer you bring. I drink beer when I am sad because the beer, it makes me glad. Now there's nothing left to say, so let's go drink.
it's an Oscar Blues. That's what I'm talking about. Hell yeah. So I uh, I messaged Mask Max earlier today, and I said, uh, you know, it would be cool to add on to our beer of the week segment. And, uh, you know, my first thought was let's do a little uh, history of, like, brewing. You know, tell a story of uh, different breweries in the past or, like, you know, people who've kind of trailblazed for the brewing community. But then I was like, it'd be cooler if we just did a short segment of um, uh, beer history... Of the day, or like in this day in beer history. This day in beer in history. This, there you go. Thank you, Max. <laughs> in this <laughs> in this day in beer history. This day in beer history. In On this day in beer history. Yeah, that works too. Just as long as it's in yeah. beer history. The in is second. Exactly. So. On this day in beer history. See? On I'm this day whoa, in oh, beer shoot. history. I hope it keeps playing. <laughs> I wanted to just keep going. So I'm gonna on. We're gonna do a little on this. Can I hear day. that again? Yeah. Wait, wait, hold on. Wait before you play it. On this day in beer history. On this day in beer history. That's our new segment, folks. <laughs> on this day in beer history. So after we do our beer of the week, we break it down. We give our our uh, ratings for this week. We're gonna go into a little bit of beer history. On this, this day. day in beer history. Yeah. So, which, on this uh, day which in... Got to get a great idea to you, man. That is brilliant to come up hey. with. I don't know how we never thought of this sooner. This is a great man, idea. I'm so glad you thought of it. I so. mean, there's something happening. Can you get your applause button up? Yeah, let me give one. I mean, there's you always... Need, we need an applause. You know, there's right always now. something happening in beer history. But, I mean, you know... Yeah. Hey, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Good job, Mr. Ladies and Gentlemen. Good job. Mr. Ladies and Gentlemen himself coming through with the (laughs) brilliant idea. I appreciate that. So, what happened on this day in beer history? I don't know. Tell me, Mr. Ladies and Gentlemen. On this day in 1935, Godfrey Kroger Brewing Company of Richmond, Virginia, delivered 2,000 cans of Kroger's finest beer and Kroger's Cream Ale to the beer drinking public. It was the first time in American brewery. It was the first time that an American brewery offered beer in cans. I almost got that out slick. <laughs> so on this day in 1935. <laughs> fuck you, Max. God damn it. On this. <laughs> Uh, On this day in 1935 was the first time they ever delivered beer in cans. They ever offered beer in cans. Fuck you, Max. Cool fact. Cool fact. No, that's... I really, really like that fact. And this will come into play later. And I I also have a little beer history talk. If Max will let me do this without making me fucking laugh because I don't know how to read. (laughs) 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 So, yeah. Kruger. I feel like I've heard of Kruger. Yeah, he's a grocery store. Oh, God. He's in in grocery stores. He's in grocery. He might be a grocery store. I don't know. I just see his Kruger Kruger brands everywhere. 
Yeah, but on this day in beer history, it came up. They were the first ones to uh, deliver beer in a can. So I'm going to give you another little bit of beer history. And this uh, little segment is women dominated beer brewing until they were accused of being witches. Strict gender norms and fears of witchcraft witchcraft punished them out of centuries-long tradition. Let me share this with you. What do witches have to do with your favorite beer? When I pose this question to students in my American literature and culture classes, I receive stunned silence or nervous laughs. The Sanderson sisters didn't chung down bottles of Sam Adams in Hocus Pocus, but the history of beer points to a not-so-magical legacy of transatlantic slander and gender roles. Up until the 1500s, brewing was primarily women's work. What are we talking about? I'm telling the story about the uh, witch brewers. Oh, yeah, this is a good one. Who were not witch brewers, but they were called witch brewers. So up until the 1500s, (laughs) brewing was primarily a women's work. That is, until a smear campaign accused women brewers of being witches. Much of the iconography. Max, come here quick. This word right here. That one iconography we associate with witches today from the pointy hat to the broom may have emerged from their connection to female brewers. So a a routine household task. Humans have been drinking beer for almost 7,000 years and the original brewers were women. From the Vikings to the Egyptians, women brewed beer both for religion ceremonies and to make a practical, calorie-rich beverage for the home. In fact, the nun Hilgrid von Bing, Bingen, Hilgrid von Bingen, who lived in the modern-day Germany, famously wrote about hops in the 12th century and added the ingredient to the beer recipe. From the Stone Age to the 1700s ale and later beer was a household staple for the most for the for most families in England and other parts of Europe. The drink was inexpensive. It was an inexpensive way to consume and preserve preserve grains. For the working class, beer provi- provided an important sur- source of nutrients full of carbohydrates and proteins. Because the beverage was such a common part of the average person's diet, fermenting was for many women one of their normal household tasks. This is so interesting. (laughs) For real. Some enterprising women took this household skill to a marketplace and began selling the beer. Widows or unmarried women used the fermentation process to earn some extra money. Well, married women partnered with their husbands to run their own beer businesses. 
so at this point, we come to exiling women from the industry. Yeah, how did it happen? Because it sounds like they were uh, kind of at the forefront of it. So let me tell you. So if you travel back in time to the Middle Ages or the Renaissance and went to a market, play, a market in England, you'd probably see an oddly familiar sight. Women wearing tall, pointy hats. In many instances, they'd be standing in front of a big cauldron. But these women were no witches. They were brewers. Okay. They wore the tall, pointy hat so the customers could see them in the crowded marketplace. The transported brew in cauldrons and those who sold their beer out out of the stores had no cats, not as demon familiars, but they keep mice away from the grain. So the uh, cauldrons kept the, the rodents and everything away from the grain and everything they were brewing. The cats. Exactly. Some argue the... Uh, not the cauldrons. <laughs> you said the cauldrons keep the mice away. Yes, they do. The cauldrons? The transport, they transported their brew in cauldrons, and those who sold their beer out of the stores had cats, not... At, okay, I don't fucking know what the fuck I'm saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, whatever you want to say. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to... <laughs> Fucker. <laughs> but <laughs> but to but um, some argue that I can't I I what was that iconography 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 we associate with the witches from their pointy hats to the cauldrons originate from women working as master brewers. That's so interesting. Just as women were establishing their foothold in the beer market of England, Ireland, and the rest of Europe. The reinformation began. The fundamentalist religious religious movement, which originated in the early 16th century, preached stricter gender norms and condemned witchcraft. Male brewers saw an opportunity to reduce their competition in beer trade. These men accused female brewers of being witches and using their cauldrons to brew up magic potions instead of booze. Unfortunately, the rumors took hold. Over time, it became more dangerous for women to, pr- to practice brewing and sell beer because they could be misidentified as witches. As the time, being accused of witchcraft wasn't just a social fox. It could result in prosecution and a, or a death sentence. Women accused of witchcraft were often ostracized in the communities, imprisoned, or even killed. Holy shit. Some men didn't even believe that women brewers were witches. However, many believed that women shouldn't be spending their time making beer. The process took time and dedication, hours to prepare the ale, sweep the floors, and lift heavy bundles of rye and grain. If women couldn't brew ale they would have significantly more time to raise their children. In the 1500s, some towns such as Chester, England, actually made it illegal for most women to sell beer, worried that the young alewives would grow up into old spinsters. (laughs) What the fuck? Jesus Christ, how fucked up our time used to be. So, men still run the show. The, uh, I can't, Iconography 
Iconography. Iconography. I don't know why that never clicks in my brain. Iconography of the witches with their pointy hats and cauldrons has endured, as has men's domination of the beer industry. The top ten beer companies in the world, headed by male CEOs, have mostly male board members. Major beer companies have tended to portray beer as a drink for men. Some scholars have even gone as far as calling beer ads manuals of masculinity. The gender bias seems to persist in small craft breweries as well. A study of Stanford University found that while 17% of craft breweries have one female CEO, the 4% of the businesses employ a female brewmaster and expect supervisors to oversee the brewing process. Hmm. I guess this is the end. It doesn't it doesn't have to be this way for much of history it wasn't. Oh, that was the end. So it doesn't have to be this way for much of history it wasn't. Yeah, I man, that is uh that is quite the article. It's so interesting just to think uh how because yeah, it, it's so true that when you think of beer, you think of of men. You think of men drink it, men make it, and for some reason, like you know, for whatever reason, women just are never thought of. And it, it's not uh, you know from the commercials you see, it's always men in the commercials. It's always men in the advertisements for beer. So it's not like it's a it's not a, it's not a conscious decision to say to think men or women don't drink beer because I know I know plenty of women that drink beer and love beer but but it's just in all of the advertisement there's no women in it virtually you know women are always in the seltzer commercials or the wine commercials but they're never in uh beer commercials so it it is weird that uh um it started with women that the beer making started with women and i shouldn't i shouldn't even say weird it's just that it, it's um it's um um uh what's the word cuz it's not weird it's it's uh, uh something i never uh, would have thought of that that women started basically the beer making industry it's it's not weird it's what what's the word it's uh it's um Surprising, surprising, I guess would be because you think of you think you think beer, you think uh, the grain farms, you know, there are men plowing fields and taking the grain, and and that was the whole problem back then, where like they had all this, all these women who started this and were doing it for the men, for the for the community, but then the women got smart and they were like, hey, I can make a fucking living off this. And then the I can can that I can you know and it like the people who were making the living were the widows were the people who ah. so they started manufa- manufacturing this for other people and then when the men started seeing like oh wow they're making money off hey, this let's why, take why this shit the, away why from is them Bethel down there exactly making more money than I am so it's a bunch of bullshit yeah bullshit but I mean. Humans are complicated people and complicated things, and whatever is bigger, stronger, is just going to come out, usually figure out a way to make its way to the top, 
and in our situ- and then in a human situation the 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 male at times at times at times I'm just saying I'm and from history from I'm, his, not, I'm not saying no, it's right it, no, or his, wrong no in history, history you're has, right in history shown this and I think we need to they saw something that a woman could have had the and higher end on, it. and they took it from. And they were stronger in whatever whatever way, not not even physically. They could have been stronger in social ties. Yeah, they could have figured out ways to finagle the woman's business away from them because they were just socially yeah. stronger. And that's what I mean because in that times, just men had more power, and I, I don't think that's right. I'm just saying that's how it was. Well, no, that's the fucked up part about not not men in in. In general, but like the human, I mean, I guess, but like Not the women at an uphand, where the men were like, "Hey, make me my fucking beer, brew it for me," and then once they started like, seeing oh, it being, six, oh, money. okay, well, I'll take that from you real quick. Hey, but you know, I don't know, I don't, I know, well, I don't, don't, don't want to get too deep, and we're gonna be so deep. But I don't even stuff. know if that's a man woman <laughs> thing. I just think it's a, I just think it's a power thing like definitely a man woman thing power no, is no but if, but if a weaker like if a weaker person let's say joe joe schmo was the first person to brew beer and he was making a shit ton of money but but john smith was like hey i can take that business away from him but what it took back in the day is he was john smith was richer than joe schmo that, that's what i'm saying that's it's either I'm, you're richer or you're a man well, that's what I mean. It's yeah, just, it's not. It's not even like, uh, well, all men were just rich. There were no like rich women yeah. back then. No, really. Uh, realistically, sure there were, but the like, but realistically, no. It was like men had the power, money. But also, a big thing in this article is talking about not only because they were it. It wasn't necessarily because they would make more money. It was. It was taking more time away from them, the women doing the household chores. That's what it became. Right. So then they used, they were said, oh, hey, you go back in the house. Get back in yeah. there, you crazy women. What are you doing having yeah. all this free time? You get get back in there. Exactly. It was fuck. So that's crazy. I mean, it's just, it just, catch, it's like, oh, I never would have thought about it. You never think about it. It's just something you don't think about. And no, it's when, not. And then when you stop and think about it, you try to wrap your head around it and, you you talk like I do, and you, you're just kind of going in circles, not really making sense out of anything because <laughs> you're just like, what you is never, going you've on? You've never been a white man in the fucking Renaissance, you know, like Renaissance. Well, that was or like way back in the day. I mean, whatever that, time that took place, who knows? I, I mean, they said even through the Renaissance, like yeah, that's what it took. I mean, but hey, if it weren't for what. Weren't for uh, if it weren't for women brewmasters, we wouldn't be having us a can of Bliss IPA, Easy Day IPA. But hey, that was hell of a beer talk. Hell of a beer talk. I think we come back to this uh, on this day in beer history. Yeah, I think we do it. Maybe again tell for sure. a little story. You know, do a little this, do a little that. But in the meantime. Oscar Blues. Oscar Blues. A can of bliss. It is an IPA. It's a citrus India pale ale. I drink beer because I'm already drunk. There was a song to sing. I sing it and beer you drink. I drink beer when I am sad. 842, ladies and gentlemen, let's fucking get jiggy with it. So let's go drink.
episode 21. Beer is good. Beer is good. Beer is good. It's Can Oblish is okay. delish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Max! All right, man. That was poof, that was a long beer segment. <laughs> Holy shit, I know. Man. I didn't I I just got so wrapped up in it <laughs> and all of a sudden I looked down, we're already, we've already been here for like an hour. Holy fuck. <laughs> man. We so. could we could almost do like a whole podcast just on beer. <laughs> we could I almost know. start a beer podcast. <laughs> we really we honestly could probably start a beer like if we took our podcast and just broke them up into three s- parts. We could have a beer podcast, a Hold Us Accountable podcast, and a Packer podcast. We could have three separate podcasts. Why not put them all together? (laughs) We just put them all together. (laughs) Why not just smush them together? (laughs) All right, so uh, let's talk. uh, Let's pop it off. Let's talk some uh, weekly challenge, man. How'd you do? We we were doing uh, different workouts for a week, so every day do a different workout for a week. Hell yeah. Um, We didn't really put, like, limits or rules to it. It was basically just... If you do a different workout every w- every day for a week, um, that's pretty much <coughs> what we'll do. Yeah. Uh, excuse me. How we got jiggy um, with it? So yeah, what did uh, what'd you do? Break it down for me. I think you you kept a pretty good journal. Yeah. So uh, Tuesday night after the show or in the morning, I woke up. I did just uh, looked up on YouTube ten minute ab workout. So I did a nice. There's plenty of them to find on YouTube. So I did For a 10-minute sure. ab workout. And then Wednesday, I did shoulder workout with uh, resistant bands. Mm-hmm. Just uh, kind of simple little ab or shoulder workouts. Uh, Thursday, that was the day I flew out. Yep. Uh, so I started. I just took a longboard ride in the morning, did a little hike. Nice. And then Friday, uh, day I got into Vegas, I just did push-ups. Some crunchies and some body squats. Nice. Kept it easy just because uh, I was out there. That's a good trifecta. And then Saturday we were in Vegas. We took a little walk downtown a little bit. So I did, uh, I just put Vegas walk. So I walked the strip. Nice. And I did okay. uh, jumping jacks, abs, and push ups. Just, you know, trying to fit something in, in my. good trifecta. Yeah. And then when I got home, light band curls, crunchies, and then just airport madness. So I was just. Fucking basically yeah, walking, run, yeah, airport, running through the airport, and then around. today I I I frothed and uh, clean my house. <laughs> I mean, Hell yeah! So I mean, through the travels, I tried to just fit shit in that I could, but it was Hell a yeah. gr- it was uh, it was uh, it was great. I like this challenge. Felt good. Yeah, because it, it, it like in the airport, I did d- just gave me something to do. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, so. Kept so me on top doing, of my you shit. were doing workouts in the, like not workouts but like crunchies uh, and push-ups in the in airport. The, yeah. Oh, good for you, yeah, man. Yeah, just good little shit. shit. Yeah, good little shit. shit. So, what about you? Oh, yeah. What'd you do? I did. I did. Uh, I didn't keep a journal, but like you. But let's see. Uh, let's see if I can remember. Tuesday, I worked out. So I did like weight training. Um, I what did I? I don't remember exactly. Like what muscle groups I worked Tuesday that maybe would have been shoulders and um, arms, I believe. And then, uh, let's see, Wednesday, I probably would have done chest and back. So I did another weight training, different muscle group. Yeah. Do you count that? Oh, I also did like the elliptical in the morning. 
Um, oh, count these all. Elliptical Fuck in yeah. the morning. Um, Tried the elliptical. Didn't work for me. No. Five minutes till I got. Do you, okay, I noticed for me, did, did you notice like one leg would get more sore during your elliptical run than the other and that's what threw you off? You know what's weird for me is like my dominant leg is my right leg. But I longboard a lot, and I push with my left. Okay. So, like, my right like right leg during workouts get more heavy workouts than my left do. Okay. So, I, I that's kind of why. I like so, you're pretty balanced is what I, you're yeah, thinking. That kind of, longboarding does kind of balance, balance me out because okay. I do opposites. Because for me with the elliptical, that's what I noticed really threw me off the start because I'd, I'd be like, my right leg is really sore right now. But then I realized, like, I was putting all my weight on my That's right. That's your dominant That's leg. Dominant. You're probably just working So then I had more. to, uh, so, yeah, so now I'm, like, trying to re, it's almost like I'm relearning how to, like, step balanced. Yeah. Like, uh, two seconds left leg, two seconds right. You know, it's but like. But it's hard on the elliptical. Like, it, it's, it's like, tricky. yeah. But. But it is something different, you know. It's something new to do. So I did that. Uh, did weight training stuff. I did it Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Uh, Friday, I did, like, elliptical and push-ups. So, like, Friday, I think I did 100 push-ups. Saturday, I did a hike. Sunday, I did upper body weight training. Okay. And today, I did uh, elliptical... And uh, an ab workout in the morning. Fuck yeah. So yeah, got, I did it, got it in. Um, wasn't perfect, wasn't exactly the way I had it planned, but yeah, did that's it. Yeah, that's the same as me. Like, I, like, we came into this, like, in, I remember catching myself on a couple days where it's like, oh shit, I haven't done nothing. Right. But then, like, that's a beautiful thing about YouTube where it's like, I could clock anything in, like, yeah, I want to do a shoulder workout. Yeah. With bands. Yep. And like you can find whatever, so like Anything I, you need. I don't have, I don't have um, dumbbells or nothing. I have bands and I have uh, pull up bar. That's all I got. And so the night, the the other thing, there no excuses too with the internet and YouTube. Exactly, and shit. no excuses. Like, there's no reason to be like, I didn't know what to do. Yeah, well, you don't know how to Google something. Yeah, you don't, you don't know how to go to YouTube and YouTube something. And I remember on on Thursday when I was going through the airport, like I woke up, I did couple like small workouts then like we were rushing through the airport and i remember telling lexi i was like you know i miss my workout she's like we just hiked like a mile through the airport like yeah. it's gotta come for something and i'm like yeah i guess it does and actually with, with bags and stuff oh yeah like, a- a- airport dude air travel travels i don't a fucking <laughs> tough one man Especially, like, I don't know. I don't do it often. Like, I'm going to be doing it later this week, and I'm not looking forward to it you know, at all. That's weird with me because, like, this is the weird, like, Lexi's parents live in Vegas, so we've been out there for probably six times in the past 12 months. Yeah, so we've been out there. traveled there quite a bit. And I used to love traveling, and, like, planes used to not give me anxiety Sure. And the more I've been traveling, the like the more anxiety I've been getting on planes, yeah. dude. Like it's like I'm about to go to Florida in, in three weeks. You're about to go to Florida in two days. It's like when you only do it like I don't know once every five years. It's exciting. It's like what there's nothing gonna happen because what the odds of once every five years and I'm flying on the plane 
that crashes, like that's the odds of that are like one in a trillion. And that's or funny, whatever. yeah, because I one of my coworkers I work with, he's a he's a pilot, and he's getting his license to be a commercial pilot. Yeah. And I talked to him, and I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to Vegas again. I'm I'm nervous. You know, just the flights make me nervous." And yeah. he looked at me. He's like, "If they had like." If they put on the news all the car crashes that go on through a year, you would right. never drive your car. Oh, for sure. And he's like, flying in a plane's like the safest, especially a commercial so plane. It's like safe. the safest. And then I talked to him. I was like, well, like the turbulence, like it fucking tweaks mm-hmm. me out. And he's like, it's wind, man. Yeah. He's like, that's all it is. And so. I think through this flight, after him saying that to me, I was like, oh, it's just wind. It's not a yeah. big deal, like, you know, but. Still makes me fucking nervous being all that feet in the air. Yeah, and when you don't do it that often, turbulence is like, oh, that's it's like a it's, yeah. it's like a roller coaster. It's like, woo, woo, what was that? <laughs> I know. Was that? Ooh, tur- but when you do it like when you start to do it a f- like Freakly. more more frequently than you used to, every little bump is like, oh, is this gonna take the plane down? Is this the one? Is this? A- am I gonna be the one? You know, it's like. Is that is that wind gonna take the the, the 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 wing off? Is the wing falling off? Like, and it's such a stupid like am, amount of anxiety. It's like there's no need for it. There really isn't. Like turbulence is a part of the flight. That's you know right. like you drive a car, you get hit by wind. You're doing that on the, it's right. the same with a plane. But the thing about a plane is there's no other car coming right at you. Like right. it's safer than I don't know. It, it is. I just when get you, nervous when as you, fuck when I do it, I, dude. I don't blame you, and that's why I think a lot. I mean, dude, that you hear all the people who are just like, "Oh, I get on the plane, I pop a whatever, some pill, and I just pass out, and I wake up, and we're there, and and it's no problem." And but and I feel like that's why they do it because they don't want to just every bump in your head. You what was that? Oh, I I'm not gonna lie. If, like I might take off. I. I'll drink before a flight. Well, yeah, yeah. I'll definitely drink before a flight. That's like self medication. Like I, I don't like taking Xanax. I don't like taking shit like that. It's not my forte. Sure, but, but I'll have a couple, couple beers just to make me go to bed. Like cool the nerves yeah, a little bit. That's yeah. Bec- uh, yeah, I have gotten more anxious the more I've flown. And I've flown a lot in the past, like however many how many months. But yeah. But I on the way it. home, I like totally on the way home, it. I ate a couple vitamin gummies, you know, got myself nice and. But that plane started rumbling. I was fucking clenched, looking at everybody like. This well, that's the thing about those down. vitamin gummies. Sometimes, man, they make you think too much. Too sometimes. much. Sometimes man, they make too you go. Much. We get the brain working <laughs> yeah. too heavy, and you're just like. Ah, <laughs> every the motor's falling off, the wings falling off. Fuck. It, it's funny because right before I went on, I listened to uh, Leo DiCaprio gave us uh, an interview with um, David Letterman. Oh, you're on like short term name basis now, huh? Leo DiCaprio. Ah, uh, Leo. Me and Leo. Name, me and Leo. You know, me and Leo were talking. Me and Leo were just fucking. But he was uh, right before I went on the flight. I watched me and Leo D. We were having a slice <laughs> of B, and we were hey, just you know, saying, me and Leo D. You know, was it Titanic? I don't you fucking know. We were know. just having a slice of pie, and I said, "Hey, yo, Leo D. Hey, yo." <laughs> so yeah, I did that. Fucking <laughs> 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 stupid. Fucking hate you. But no. Sure. <laughs> but no, I was. Listening to an interview with Leo D, you know my boy, 
And he was talking. He's like, yeah, I was just flying on a plane one day. You know, I was flying on a fucking plane one day, and the engine blew up. <laughs> that was the first thing I watched right before I got in this flight. So the whole time I got the I got the fucking uh, window seat. I was looking at the, the engine for yeah. four hours. <laughs> Anything that went by, and I was like, "You guys see that?" Hey, Leo D. Wait. Plane wobbles a little bit. Yeah. Hey, but we. I'm not gonna lie. Smoothest landing ever. Oh, this pilot was on his shit. The, the landings have been getting smoother and smoother lately. I don't know. I'll be flying later this week, <laughs> so I'll let you know. <laughs> yeah. What you? What are you laughing? You're going out to Florida, huh? What are you? What are you laughing at? <laughs> Fucking you, you cunt. What did I oh, do? Shoot. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's staying <laughs> in. You said it. I'm not editing. So that. where are you going to Florida? Why are you Florida? laughing at me? What did I do? What did I do? What did I do? Tell me what I did. <laughs> Like, fuck you. Did I cut you off? No, you didn't. What did I do? So where are you going in Florida? No, tell me what I did, fucker. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, it's episode <laughs> 21 of Holes Accountable. This Max ladies is and a gentlemen, dick. What the fuck? Why, what did I... <sighs> I don't know, Max. So yeah, where are you going, going in Florida? Florida. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to uh, Dade Land. It's too early in the show for us to... Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're gonna be sad. Right, Dayland, Dayland, Dayland. Hey, it's um, <laughs> it's my buddy's bachelor party basically, um, but it's gonna be it's March Madness, so the NCAA tournament's going on. It's in Dayton. I don't know what. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't gotta, it in Florida or something? No, uh, no. Okay, Dayton is in Ohio. Oh. Dayton, Ohio. Good for Ohio. I I got what you're saying. Okay. Dade. <laughs> Dade Land is there's D A D E L A N D. No, no, no. I, I totally I'm on your I'm on your wavelength, man. I yeah, get what you're saying. Uh, but you are a fucking idiot. Anyway, uh, so we're going down, and basically we're just gonna be watching the tournament in Florida on a beach for three days. Where are we in this tournament? So the uh all the conferences, so like the Big Ten, the Pac twelve yeah, and their championships. SEC, ACC, they just had their tournaments. So that's what all the tournaments were going on, like uh CBS and ESPN. It was the conference tournaments. Okay. So whoever won the conference tur- their conference tournament got an automatic bid. So you could take last place in the regular season, like in just the normal games. You could go 0-16 or 0-20, but then win your conference tournament, and you're in the NCAA tournament. Okay. So So if you're 0-20, and you make it all the way to the championship game of your conference tournament, and you lose, you're still not going to make it to the NCAA tournament. Okay. So it's it's like a last shot. For any team that is right on the verge of making it or not making it, it's any it's the last shot for teams to get a higher seed or a lower seed in the tournament. Uh, so it's it's a fun th- it's conference tournaments are fun. It's like a fun little build up to the big tournament, and and me and my buddy uh, who it's his um, bachelor weekend, we've been buddies since college and in. This weekend has always probably been one of our top three favorite Wait, weekends it, of the year. Is it 
a fan of the show? Fan of the show, that man. It's his bachelor party? Yeah, his bachelor oh, party. Oh, so hey, buddy, congrats to you, man. Yeah. So so that wow. that's, that's who... Um, Are you uh, so that's the, the best weekend. man? No, I don't think so. Second hand? No, I think... Well, You're I don't know. third man. I don't think there's... After the, after the best, I don't think there's any, like... Oh, there's rankings. Is it, oh, whatever it is, I'm just <laughs> glad I'm going to Florida. I don't care about anything else. Hey, I wish you were going a week, couple weeks later. I know, so we could hang out. That'd be oh. cool because you you got a fun. Hey, shout out you guy. But no, yeah. So I'm I'll be down in Florida in a few weeks for the flights because we were talking about flying. That's how we. Yeah, that's where we flights. were. <laughs> uh, yeah, man. Woo! It's early. Episode twenty one. Hey, yo, folks. We're still out of this. Um. A little I baby. Yeah. Anyway, so see, so yeah, I'm kind of nervous to fly as well. Um, It'll but be fine, unless it's a rainstorm. But I'm not. O- but I'm not overly nervous. Like I'm. D- I don't get like. I don't definitely get afraid. Yeah. No. Like some, like some people do, and I think it's totally understandable. Like if I knew someone who's like, I'm deathly afraid to fly. I can't do it. I drive everywhere. I would totally get it. I would feel. I would feel bad for them, honestly. I would be like, I mean, I get to the point like this is my anxiety where like I don't, I don't get too much anxiety, but like once in a while, if I eat too many vitamins before the flight, yeah. I'll think like, hey, I'm five thousand feet in the air right now, and if for some reason a goose flies into the fucking engine right. and shuts shit off, I'm fucking falling. You start, yeah, you it's start stupid thinking about anxiety. The most extreme, I get stupid, yeah, like my, I get, I get. I get stoned anxiety where it's like, gosh, shit. But and and it's like, and there's a difference between like, but yeah, that's why I get drunk before flight. Like I, like I said, I don't, I don't like to take Xanax or nothing. Like, I'll take a couple tall tars, couple couple tar, (laughs) couple tall tarskies before the flight. Dollars. <laughs> anyway, yeah. no, dude, I totally, totally get it, a hundred percent. But yeah, hell yeah. So hey, hundred percent. Max is going to. So Florida. we did it. We we both did the ch- the weekly challenges. We completed them. <laughs> that means we will both be getting a hand in cribbage Ooh, this week. Maybe we should do that next. Well, yeah, I mean, I I deal this week because you dealt nah, last week. Yeah, so I do get to deal hey, this who, week. Hey, Max, can you tell uh, everybody who's in the lead? You real are quick? leading right now. You are leading. Oh, okay. Six uh seventy three to sixty. Hey, good for me. Seven. Hey, good for me. Seventy three to sixty seven. I'm gonna run to the bathroom quick. Right. Uh, then you'll come back. We'll play you, a hand at crib. How are you doing on your blue towel? About to need one. About to same. Okay. <laughs> Freestyle. Nah. So we're talking uh Talk beer of the week. Great beer of the week. Oscar Blues Cannabis IPA by Oscar Blues. We rated off uh, free agency. Then we went to uh, we talked a little weekly challenge. Max did some push-ups. I did some pull-ups. Max did some Max did some crunchies. I did some bunchies. I did some squats. Max did some fucks. You know, I mean, we're uh, we're keeping it up. Feeling good. Feeling great. 
ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to have you here on episode 21 of Hold Us Accountable. And let me tell you, we ain't stopping now. But ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a little thing right here. This is episode 21 of Hold Us Accountable. Me and Max are going to play a little cribbage. I am in the lead. We're drinking Oscar Blues Can of Bliss. Man, I'm about to take the lead right back, though. And I'm going to be nice and blitz at the end of this. Ooh, I like that. Hey, hey, buddy, hey. Ooh, let Man. me uh, let me turn on some... Uh, oh, yeah, we got to get gotta get some tunes rolling in the background for this. Let me get some toonies... Some boonies, some coonies. I don't know what this is, but I'm going to play it by Deki Palinari. Shout out Decker. Shout out Decker. Shout out. Per the Shout use. out. I got drunk very early. Oh, this is a good one. Max, I got. I'm gonna bring you something nice next week, man. I can't wait. We're gonna. Uh, we got an unboxing next week. Right, we got an unboxing next week. Oh, big unboxing! I'm gonna. I want to guess what it is, but maybe like bef- right before the unboxing, we'll guess. I'll guess what it. Is. I'll try to guess what it is. Or just embrace it. You're gonna, dude. I'm I won't t- guess. I'm okay. telling you right now, you're gonna be stoked. I can't like, wait. Like you're gonna be. St- Oh, both of us are. I ordered it and I can't wait to get it. Well, yeah, and like and uh, like we were talking on the way over here for my birthday, which is in just like a couple months from now. I mean, I got to get us something to match it. I bought me and Max a gift for. uh, Oh, yeah, yeah. For us both. But because it it was your birthday five days ago. Did did we say happy? I think I said we mentioned your birthday on the last episode, right? You put it. You put it. Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, shoots. Cellcom, you son of a bitch. Ah. I don't know if we ever mentioned my name. Anyway, it was your birthday last week on March 10th. Carl's birthday. Well, this is Decker? Is it? Who is this? No. You know, for an everyday clean, dusting with a I'm sorry, you guys. A pain. So now, I use I'm so Fuck the this. Fibers pick up oh, my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Shut up. Oh yeah. Ah! Stop cleaning. All right, whatever. Uh, this episode is brought to you by uh <laughs> State Farm, apparently. Fuck lets me use this thing ever. <laughs> I don't know, man. <laughs> I think you do a good job. Here we go, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Dr. Polinar. Me and Max are about to play a little bit of cribbage to figure out this week weekly challenge. 
right, here we hey, go. Hey, next ne- week I got a good I'm unboxing dealing. for all. Oh, yeah, we got an unboxing next week because Carl ordered some presents for his birthday. Oh, dude, like I tell you what. We're going to be unboxing Max. next week. You're going to be you're gonna be stoked. Oh. <laughs> it's going to be great. All right, well. It's like it's a uh, simple, uh, simple, uh, simple happiness. All right, I love it. Can't Trust wait. Me. I can't All right, wait. Here we go. Cribbage coming up. Carl is right now in the lead, 73 to 67. I mean, it ain't nothing but a thing. I'm dealing. That means it's my crib. Whoever wins the hand gets to roll the dice for what we're doing this week for our weekly challenge. Here we about go. About to take a drink. Max, who is a little bitch. Yeah, I'm about to win this shit. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Oh, hey. Max is a bitch. Max is a bitch. Hey, get me a beer, bitch. Thanks, buddy. Yeah, right over there. Yeah. I got what Shout I out need. Decker. This I love this song. Yeah, shout out Decker. I just want everybody to know that I'm about to whoop some ass and some cribbage. Shit. <laughs> That's a that's a cold case. Host accountable episode twenty one. Carl's about to cut. Alright, I flipped up an ace of hearts. Ace. Alright, Carl starts. I do ten. Plays ten for ten. Go three for thirteen. Twenty-three. Carl played a ten for twenty-three. I play a two for twenty-five. Thirty. You one fucking dirty two. whore. Good for you. Ten. Eleven for the one for the goat. Carl, what do you got? Fuck you. I got uh. 15, 2, 15, 4, 15, 6. Pair for 2 is 8. Yep. Got 8. I've got a triple run of 3. Oh, so Jesus. that's 15. So you got <laughs> 3, 6, 9, and then a pair of 3 for 6 is 15. I don't think I have any 15. No, so I just have 15. Max takes the lead, ladies and gentlemen. And guess who gets to roll the dice? Well, I, I still have my crib. Oh, yeah. Well, so I got, get to roll the dice. And I get to maybe take the lead even more? Oh, that worked out well for you. I got zero points in my crib. Perfect. 
I really hate getting no points in my crib, but, but I'll take the I'll take the uh, I'll take the opportunity to roll the dice. All right, all right. All right. All right let's check the board. Uh, which one did we just do? We did a different workout every. Okay, we gotta we gotta change this one. We gotta move this out. Change it to something dope. Change it to um, laughter diary. Every day we write down what made us laugh for a week. Yep, 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 yep. So laughter diary. So once a day we have to write down what has made us laugh through that day. So that was previously uh, do a workout for a day, but we did that. Or do a different workout each day, but we did that um, this past week. We took that out and changed it for the laugh diary. All right. I am in the lead at the end of our hand here. Um, we are rolling up on the final stretch. Time. Oh, yeah. Thank you. We're rolling up on the final stretch. Um, I'm in the lead at 85. Carl's at 80. It is a really good game of cribbage, actually, that we have going on. We are, and it's going quicker than we thought. It's huh? going quicker than we thought. Uh, so this is going to be fun. Let's see. Um, all right, first dice being rolled here for the column. Three. Three. All right. Oh. Where is the, where's my mouse here? Right there. All right, column three. <laughs> all right, if I get a five, we're getting $50. Don't even talk about it. All right, if I get a one, we got to run on an elliptical for a day for a week. If I get a two, we got to cook something new every day for a week. If I get a three, we have to write some new stand-up if i get a if i roll a four we have to start planning a hua trip if i roll a five we have to get a fifty dollar tattoo if i get a six uh we have to keep working on the hua wall so we have to start making the letters or order yeah. the foam whichever yeah, yeah. one one of the two oh, oh shit i just kicked the dice can you grab it for me what did it land oh, okay. Alright, here we go. Come on. Give it a five. Yeah! Yes! It landed on a five! Oh! Yeah! Max! We are getting a fucking $50 tattoo this week. Oh, we're getting tattoos, folks. We're, we're getting, getting tatted. Yeah. We're getting tattoos, folks. Oh, man. I got to fix the camera. Hold on. Woo! Holy shit. $50 tattoos this week. Yay, everybody knows we're about to buck meat. Yay, 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 yay. Oh, cheers, brother. <laughs> oh. oh, shit. All right, all right. We've been hoping to land on this one for a while. I can't. That's funny. All right, we're getting the tattoo. Oh. All right. What are you thinking? Got any thoughts? I'm thinking this is the worst week to land on this because I'm leaving on Wednesday. Uh, who gives a fuck? You're not so we got to get it tomorrow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. 
Oh, man. All right. Where are we going? We got to pick out a tattoo. We got we to gotta pick out a tattoo. Oh, you got to start Googling ideas for a tattoo right now. All right. Let's go. All right. I'm going to pull up a... We got to figure out where... So we... Oh, we have to get in tomorrow. We're going to have to try... Well, or... Okay. Maybe we can... Maybe we should, like, sk- at least... We're gonna, if we, we can get in tomorrow, let's get in tomorrow. Let's do it. I agree. Do you, do you know any places that... Because I know the only place I know in Green Bay is um, um the art are uh, outrageous. I know, but I know they they don't they don't have like walk ins. All right, let me try it. But what uh what are you thinking for like a? T- <laughs> Holy shit, dude! This dude, I can't believe we landed on it. Dude, it's been that's been like the the holy grail of uh. Of the art of the the weekly challenge grid, three uh. five, Sam Congato. Mm. Carl's making a phone call right now. He's uh wheeling and dealing as we like to call it on the ones and twos. So, so I don't know. I'm thinking we're. I'm so excited that we landed on this. I um. This was uh, Carl's idea when we first had this weekly grid going, um, and, you know, he just threw on there, you know what, if we land on a $50 tattoo, it's just something, you know, we got to do, just something fun to do for the show, and it's something we thought would be, ah, yeah, well, what are the chances that someone, you know, out of 36 different options uh, that we land on this? Uh, we didn't think it would uh, would be too high, but we were always hoping we would land. We thought we'd land on it eventually, but not so soon, honestly. Not so soon, honestly. And uh, I'm glad we did. <laughs> All right, so I'm gonna have to call tomorrow. I'm gonna call in the morning. Hit yeah. some. I hit a few places, and okay. we're just gonna go. Okay. Whatever. All right. Yeah, we're just gonna go. All right, I'm in. I love it. Yeah, fuck yeah, man. <laughs> All right, so 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 we got to figure out we got to figure out what we're. All right, so so do you want so the, is, should we should we do op like opposite things? Should we try to do like a Dave tattoo? Should we try to do? I think a Dave tattoo that might be something we save maybe. Yeah, for save that. I mean, I think just r- random. I need. I, I think it's a random tattoo. Oh, man. Okay, I love it. You know, I've been thinking, I mean, this is a Dave tattoo, but I want to get one on top of it. I've been thinking about just getting a crown on the cup of my hand. The Grux. Dude, don't do a hand tattoo. Don't do a hand tattoo. Why? I can't. I, uh, <laughs> I, I'm working trades. Re- I'm working fucking woodworking trades the rest of my life. Who the fuck cares? <laughs> I, I agree. From, <coughs> what from, do you think? From a, from a buddy's point of view. I've, any buddy of mine, doesn't matter who it would be, past the wrist, I'd say don't do it. All right, well, I'm going wrist up then. Okay. I, I, any any friend of mine, whether it's blood or just a so, friend, I'd say past the wrist, don't do it. So I don't give a fuck. But I'll, if I'll you want to do a hand tattoo, dude, I'm obviously going to be right there with you, but my initial thought is always going to be I'm not. Oh, right, go well, let me up. tell you my initial thought. It's I'm never going to be getting a business job. Never. Sure. Going to be getting a business job. Never going to be going into a place where I plan to be like a business place where they wouldn't allow me to be higher up 
according to my looks. Right. So, I mean, to me, when I look at myself, I'm like, I'm pretty wide open. I can get a tat wherever the fuck I want. To be and, honest with you. And I mean, I'm not going to. Well, if I get a hand tattoo, it's going to be. I'm a, I want a hand. I don't. You want, but, you want the right thing. When but I, I don't think this is what's going to be. The thing is. I don't even think it's a business thing. I just think it's like, I don't know why. I think in my, in my my personal, like, I feel like anyone can go neck down. Don't go neck up. I don't think the neck is the greatest spot for a tattoo, but if I would, like. But you know that is, Max. That's people telling you what the fuck you no, can no, I'm do. Just, I'm just saying any person, I don't think it looks, like, personally, I don't think it's, like, that great of a look. I would never get neck up. I'd do hand. I don't want to do hand, but I'm. I'm. Just yeah, saying. I would say no, and that's what my the, thing. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Well, bro? dude, I got a, I got this arm that I want to fill in, so I got all kinds of spots. Like I got something on my tricep. I want to do something on my bi- like the front of my bicep. Um, I might do like just a piece finger right on my ring finger. That's cool. Something small, just right on my. Right on my finger, but yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I dude, I uh, we landed on dude, it. We <laughs> landed on it. I, I, my brain is now spinning with ideas that I'd has to. I have so to. so by this time next week, me and you are gonna be both sitting with new tattoos, right? Well, that's the plan. But I mean, I'm leaving. I'm leaving Wednesday night for Chicago, and I'm coming back Sunday. Night. Okay, so I mean, even if we have to. So if we just have to schedule it for even, like, just next week. Like, I'm not saying push it out for a so month So do you want to go months. to the same guy, same place, or? I mean, I could try to find a place in, in fl- but I would like to go together. Okay. So well, we can both be, that. like, we can do a little little hua thing together. Maybe like, we can do a Monday night tattoo. Yeah. And then I would. And then if. And then record a little, like, maybe a couple days later. Like yeah. Monday night, instead of recording, we can. Get a tat. I'm yes. I I oh. agree. I I'm I'm more I'm. We landed on it. I'm more excited <laughs> to get the tattoo than I am to like f- to keep All up right. with our routine of recording. Like if we have to push things off to make sure that we get this tattoo in before we record. Like I'm about it. I'm not scared to get this tattoo. No, I'm, I'm not either. I know you're I'd, not. I'm I'd, getting some. I'm gonna get something just small and like something that like just kind of adds into. The rest or whatever. But. I, I almost want to get like a hua tattoo somehow. I was thinking the same thing, bro. I almost want to get some type of like HUA. Because, dude, I mean, for whether. Oh, dude, if you do it, I'll do it. I, I'll never. I'm never going to not keep thinking about this. But if it ends on episode 21. We still did 20 episodes, and it's going to be a part of my life and my life story. So why not get so. a Hua tattoo? <laughs> why not I, get an I, HUA somewhere? I, or or whatever whatever symbol or whatever thing it, it represents Hua to you, get that tattooed, whether it's an HUA, whether it's a peace sign. You know what I mean? Like, but... Best weekly challenge of my life. Dude, this is a good <laughs> one. I'm so glad we landed on this. Holy <sighs> shoots. 3-5, man. I might just do hua. I might, I might do a peace symbol on my my pinky. 
and then who on my ring, middle, and pointer. Oh. <laughs> dude. Dude. <laughs> I like that. You won't do it, you pussy. You won't do it. All right, we'll see you next week. You won't get it on your hands. All right, we'll see you next week. You won't do it. You're too scared to get it on your hands. Well, let me tell you this. Say this epi- Say this podcast ends one day, right? Yeah. And I have holeless accountable on my fingers. When will that ever change in my life? When is ever time, when is anybody ever gonna have to hold me less accountable? That's so true. <laughs> so for the rest of my life, if I have hua on my fingers, it'll like mean it. something to me. I like it. I think it's cute. Ah! <laughs> We made it. We did it, man. Dude, this is the best. <laughs> I have no idea. All right. All right. Let's let's go. Dude. Let's continue, dude. I dude, can't. So we got the fuck man, We got I? tattoos, dude. We're getting tattoos. <laughs> We're getting tattoos, man. We're getting tattoos, brother. All right. And we got to get them like like soon. soon. I already have a down payment at Skin of Buddha, so I'm gonna just put away my my tattoo I was gonna get. I'm gonna get whatever I'm gonna get. I gotta try to think of something. So I'm gonna get I'm gonna I get mean, something raw, dude. I'm gonna get something big. I'm gonna get something big on my forearm. Yo, so next week, y'all, I'm gonna get something. I'm gonna have something big on my forearm for for this week. Is gonna be something big. No, I thought we were doing fifty dollar tattoos. Well, as much as fifty dollars is gonna catch you. Okay. Oh Jesus. Oh my God. Man. Wow. Dude. I don't think it, I don't think we realize how much we'd have to think about. That. I didn't think so either. Yeah, I gotta. Cause I don't. I have ideas of where I want to put things or like where I don't need to get filled in yet, but. I I don't know where. Uh, but the cool thing is that I you're down definitely down. Oh yeah that. Yeah, I'm for sure. I'm not like scared about the the pain of a tattoo or like the it's stigma just, we just of gotta a tattoo. Get a tattoo now. It's the pressure of like I want it to be the right thing and I want it to be in the right spot. Oh yeah, but it. Is, but I also have to remind myself that it's it's like the point of this is kind of to be spontaneous and to be a little like reckless with it and to maybe not be exactly where I always wanted it to be or exactly where I always you know what I was kind of thinking of a tattoo to be alright well we got shit to talk about right dude we got <laughs> holy yeah. shit so alright alright well let's talk so we don't necessarily have to come back next week with a tattoo well just because Let of me timing ask. wise just because of timing wise like it's a hor- it's just horrible timing. so let's put a timeline down because we're not going to fucking sit around here and not have a timeline. Exactly, line. exactly. So when do we have to have a fucking tattoo? So, we, it has to be on, it has to be done on our body by March 29th. How All about right, that? Put it down, put it down. How about that? Put it down. March 29th. Because, so I'll be getting back, like, the 21st. Okay. And then March 29th, maybe we'll record on the 22nd. Maybe we won't. But the earliest or like the latest we would record next would be the 29th. All right, cool. So so my my unboxing for us is 
I re- I get our unboxing the 25th, which is a Thursday. So that following Monday, I'll have what I got for us on Monday. Perfect. So Perfect. then we can come back with our tattoos. Perfect. All right. So 26th. Wow, we're going to have new things and new tattoos. Dude, oh, man. Max. <laughs> Dude, I, uh, oh, this is the perfect God. reason to get another tattoo. I've, Thank I've been, God. I've been looking. But for some, like, first in my head, I always want to get, like, the exact perfect right thing. Like, it has to be. The exact thing I want, where I want it, exactly how I want it. Start playing it. I'm gonna pee quick. And and the funny thing is, I've got three tattoos, and not a single one of them has ever. <laughs> Dude, Carl is knocking over everything. He knocked over his phone before he turned his chair. Then he knocked over a vase. Then he knocked over, like, this other bottle cap game we have. Then he knocked over his phone again. Like, it's buzzing in my ear right now. I don't know what's going on. So I've always, <laughs> back to these tattoos, it always had to be in the right spot, the exact right tattoo, and it had to be done right. But every time I'd go into it, my expectations would be too high. Um, I just wouldn't, I would never be able to articulate where or how I want my tattoo done and I would just settle kind of for what the tattoo artist was showing me. So when he would put the stencil on and say, how does this look? A few times I would say I would have him adjust it, but it would never go exactly how I thought. And after, you know, three, four times of him adjusting and redrawing the tattoo I would just get too self-conscious and think that you know he's going to be mad at me and I say he because I've I have had three tattoos and it's been three dudes every time so I would be nervous that they wouldn't do the tattoo well because I would be so picky and they would just think well fuck this kid like I'm just going to do this tattoo whatever then but obviously I know that's not the case and they want to do the best job they can. So I'm excited to get this $50 tattoo and just kind of not be so picky with it and just understand that, you know, this is um, the fun of our show and just the fun of doing what we're doing. It's a spontaneous thing that we're doing. It's uh, This tattoo is a, is a fun thing we're doing that we've been looking forward to doing and I'm just excited to kind of figure out what I'm going to get I think I think what I want to get is more important than the where I want to get it I right don't now even know what I wanna because get I don't in. know what because for a while every time I saw this get a $50 tattoo it was oh I'm just it's just going to be a Dave tattoo but I don't think that's the case I don't think it's going to be a Dave tattoo I think I think this is going to be kind of something a little more personal for me and you. I think so. You know, like, you know, it could be a hula tattoo. Who on the knuckles, man. I don't know. Dude. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> That'd be cool. <laughs> we landed on it. <laughs> We've been talking about this, how we wanted this for, like, the past couple fucking weeks. Yeah. 
I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Um, so maybe it'll come. Maybe we'll unveil our tattoos the day that I unveil the unboxing of I, the new shit that, that I got us. It might be because, yeah. I, I mean, I think we could record next Monday. I think we could because I'll be back within plenty of time by so then. So next Monday I'll be able to unveil the boxes. Okay. We just won't be able to do the tattoos probably. So then the week – so next week we're going to unveil the boxing of what I got us. Yep. And then the week after so we'll do tattoos. A little behind if nobody – like I ordered me and Max yeah. something – like for my birthday was March tenth. I got me and Max a present for my birthday. I ordered us both something real, real nice that oh, I think dude, I can't wait. Max can be pumped about. You guys are gonna be pumped about. So then next the following week we'll unveil our tattoos. So two weeks yep. from now. Yes. So next Just week's all about my unboxing. The following week's all about Tattoos. Yeah, and it's and it's just horrible timing wise, honestly. Because, but like it said, doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. And may, maybe when I'm down in in Florida, I, I stumble across this tattoo place. That's like hey, I we'll, hope so. We'll do a tattoos for like fifty bucks. It'll cost. It'll be like half an hour and fifty oh. bucks. And <laughs> bada bing, bada boom. You're in. I'll just get HUA across my forehead <laughs> and just you know. <laughs> That'd be awesome. That'd be so cool. <laughs> I honestly think like it might become like might come down to me getting HUA on me, dude. Like, I, I yeah, I don't know. Or man. like beer of the week on my beer thigh of the or week something. Like, I don't know. I don't know, dude. Yeah, so mu- I have so many ideas. But hey, but dude, I'm so. We finally landed on it. I think uh, Holy shit. that I think that challenge is probably gonna just stay there. Yeah, well, do you think we should just? Do you think we should just? We sh- Do you think we should just keep get a fifty dollar tattoo at three five? Like anytime we land on three yeah. five, yeah, we're just getting a new yeah. fifty dollar tattoo. Yeah, I, because I agree. fuck it, we'll just put a fifty dollar tattoo anywhere. I, I don't give a fuck. I'll put a and it, and it, put it allow us allow us them. to give us time. Get if we get. I think it's okay for us for two weeks to get us. Give us time to think about what we're going to do for these. So, like, say next week we come on, and we haven't got our tattoos yet, but we right. come on with ideas, like, all right, this is what I think I right, want right, to do. Right, right, right. And then on the second week we come on and we show the camera, like, this is what we <laughs> got, motherfuckers. Right on my cheek. Just big, yeah, big, uh, right? That's cool. I'm just going to get, like, the lit marks, the smooth, the kiss marks right on my cheek. <laughs> The Kenyon Martin right. right on my nest. Oh, you're unplugged oh. there, Big Sure. Where is my thing? Dude, what what a fun oh episode. What a fu- what, what a, a cr- great what a crazy of all the things to land on. First of all, we needed to land on column three. Column three also contained to do elliptical every day for a week, cook something new for a week. Write a new bit of stand-up every day for a week. Start planning a hua trip every day for a week. Get a $50 tattoo or st- uh, start working on the hua wall. So I think this week we're <laughs> getting we're, a new tattoo, we're man. We're getting a new tattoo. We landed on a new tattoo. 
So that's our weekly challenge for this week. And again, we're gonna we're probably gonna be pushing it to yeah. two weeks out. So we're gonna we're gonna push this weekly challenge for two weeks. Just because of scheduling wise, mainly on my part. Got well, I mean both in in a sense. I mean we'll give Max Max going out to Florida. He's going out to hang out with his buddies, do a basher party. We're gonna let him focus on that. But at the same time, while he's out doing that, he's going to be thinking about what he wants for a $50 tattoo. Yep. I'm going to be thinking about what I want for a $50 tattoo. Yep. Next week, we're going to come back together. Hey, maybe we come on the show and say, hey, this is what we're getting. Yep. And then the following week, we get it. We get it. And then on we come back on the so. So next week, we figure out what we're getting. What we're getting. Okay. We come on the show, say what we're getting. Yep. And then the following show, we show what we got. I love it. I'm writing it down. All right. Holy fuck. And also next week, uh, you got to come with your guitar restrung. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Yes, I do indeed. All right. So I uh, I was playing guitar for the m- for the month. My week, my monthly challenge. I was supposed to bring it on today and uh, string some tunes, but uh, I broke some fucking strings. Yeah, dude, you, uh... So I have to figure out how the... F- so it sounded like you just, you, you, uh... This weird idea became a hit by harnessing wow. the tool to sick to all the folks. So it uh. sounded like you just, <laughs> you, you tuned up your guitar and you might have, you might have... I think I might have tuned a string too tight. Too tight? Okay, it just snapped on you. Yeah, so I opened my case today and it was snapped. One of my strings are broken, so... I have to have a buddy fix it up for me, and then I'll come back and strum up. Hell yeah. Yeah, because uh, you were supposed to be singing uh, A Horse With No Name and strumming this week. Yep. Um, But obviously with a broken guitar string, you cannot do that, so that's going to be pushed to next week. Um, Because and the main thing with that is because our monthly challenges where Carl was going to uh, learn a song on the guitar and be able to sing it. I was doing a carnivore diet for a month. Um, last week I did my the recap of my carnivore diet. Carl kind of did a recap of how his month went and how he adjusted to learn learning playing the guitar and like practicing the guitar. Right? I mean that was kind of yeah. what we talked about last Absolutely. week. Absolutely. This week. We had planned for Carl to come back with the guitar, and he was going to strum and sing what he learned. But unfortunately, the a guitar string broke. Yeah, which sucks um, for a lot of reasons. Um, but but maybe, I'll bring it back next week. But next week he's gonna come back, uh, singing, strumming. It's gonna be beautiful. Because the little, the or not the little, the, the bit that I have heard, because it's more than just a little bit, the bit that I have heard is great. I love Hell it. Yeah. I mean, it's a great song. Dun, 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 dun. I'm sorry. You're just hitting all kinds of buttons <laughs> over there. <laughs> just just a tapping away. I'm so excited to get a tattoo. <laughs> I'm so, dude, I am too. That's all I want to talk about, honestly. I'm just I'm just kind of rambling right now. Um, no, so, so that's kind of where we've been. Like, so, again, the main point of this show is that we're going to try different activities, hobbies, challenges, um, those type of things. We're going to do those type of things for a month. Every week we're going to talk about it. When the month is up, we're going to move on to something new and start talking about something new. 
So this month or, or this week, we're kind of going into our new month, and I know that it, it's you know we're March fifteenth, so it's not a new month, but we just kind of go by like four months, uh, four week the, yeah. periods. Yeah, we just kind of do like four weeks at a time, and you know, kind of wherever that four weeks ends is where the new month, our new month starts. New month, yeah, new month falls. Yeah, um, you know, sometimes it's like we're we will call it at three and a half weeks. But we'll never really be only. We'll never really only do three weeks. Well, it'll so be like. I I want to ask you: Are we gonna pick today? I th- do you want to pick today? Do you want to pick? I think when we, we come back on when we're getting our tats. Do you, when do you want to pick? That's a great. I'm point. not fully prepared yet. I'm not fully prepared either, and that's something I do want to talk about because I. I'm not fully prepared, and I, I have reasons as to why I'm not fully prepared. Okay. And I would love, and I want to talk about those things. I just have to use the bathroom real quick, and I'll come back uh, with. All right, so Max going to use the bathroom, and for the time being, I think it's a good time to tell that joke of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode 21 of Hold Us Accountable, and this is our joke of the week. Three women left separately after a very late night out drinking Guinness until the early hours. They met the next day for an early pint and compared notes about who had been the most drunk. The first gal claims that she was the drunkest, saying, I drove straight home, walked into the house, and as soon as I got through the door, I blew trunk, blew chunks. To which the second gal replied, "You think that was drunk? I got my car, drove out of the parking lot, wrapped my car around the first tree I saw, and I didn't even have insurance." And the third girl proclaimed. I was by far the most drunk. I got home. I got into a fight with my boyfriend, knocked over a candle, and burnt down the whole house. They all looked at each other for a moment. Then the first girl says, Ladies, I don't know if you understand that Chunks was my dog. That's why we need a producer. I need what? somebody to switch and change my times. Uh, we'll talk about that at the end. We'll talk about it at the end. Because right now, I want to get to that. We will get to that. We what do you want to get to? What do you want to get well, to, we, huh? We got to get to the main point of this show, and that, that's our monthly challenges. Yeah, I agree. That, that, I mean, that at the heart of it, that that is the show. Um, and so quick before we get in. And not even before we get into it. I mean, it kind of incorporates everything. Uh, one of the 
one of the things. So we're trying to pick new monthly challenges. We we just come off. We just came off a month of doing. Carl was learning the guitar. guitar. I was um, doing uh, the carnivore diet. I spaced for a second. It's been such a marvelous week and a half of carbs and all sorts of other things that I completely <laughs> forgot what I was doing. <laughs> so I, I came off a week, a month of doing the carnivore diet. And uh, we have to pick a new topic or a new activity we're doing for this upcoming month. And for me, it's been really difficult. I don't know why um, it has been. You know, it's been the same for me, man. But I've been a little... Uh, a little depressed, kind of. I think I was I was a little kind of just bummed out and depressed going into the carnivore diet. I, about halfway through, uh, I started kind of come around, and then kind of coming out of it, I've just been uh, really just not. So can I say something for you? Well, hold hold on, real okay, quick. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Just mentally, just not been all the way there. So a part of me. Wants to do, like, a, a therapy month and kind of actually finally take that dive into it. Um, but the other part of me is thinks, like, I shouldn't do it w- with the show in mind. It should be for myself first and then maybe do, like, a month with the show in mind and kind of try to help people who have never taken that dive and walk, maybe help walk through it or break down what it's like each week or break down different things. But uh, it's something I've wanted to do, something I think I need to do. Uh, I think I have probably anger management issues I need to deal with. I think I probably have a lot of things that I need to 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 work on but it, it's hard to know when and how I should take those things on because obviously I know if I'm feeling the way I'm feeling about it there has to be at least a few other people feeling this way and maybe I should try to open that door and 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 tell my experience and hope that helps someone else because right now the way i think about it it's it's a scary daunting task and if if someone else is thinking about it that way and i can walk through it and then explain it in a way that it's not so scary or daunting to someone else then that's a success but in my head, that's a scary thing to undertake because if I'm not doing it for the right reasons, maybe I don't even I don't get the right things out of it. I don't get I don't get what I'm intending to get out of the experience of of talking to a professional. Can I say something? Please. <clears throat> so I think when we started this show. Okay, we we kind of laid down the ground rules of what we wanted out of it, but then it it, it kind of became what we wanted out of it for ourselves, and to that it was ways we wanted to change personally, and 
I think you took on a very harsh, uh, not harsh, but very like uh, big uh, force strong of what you wanted to do. And I think everything you've wanted to do is kind of build your character, build yourself. Uh, and like you were saying, you know, like people's. I don't know if necessarily people see it out of me, but, like, this is what I wanted to do. But, like, saying, like, what you want to do, like, you say anger management or things, little things like that, you know, like, uh, through, like, uh, an emotional fucking roller coaster for yourself that you wanted to take care of. Yeah. It seems to me that, like, these are things you want to take care of for yourself because maybe these are things that, people in your life notice out of you or notice in your life or whatever. Right. There's a reason you brought this up. Sure. So to me, when I hear you say that, when you say, like, you know, I want to focus more on uh, the person I am, the person, uh, what I'm doing, uh, you know, focus on my anger management or whatever. And uh, it, it seems like this is a thing you want to do for yourself. Am I wrong in the, at any point of saying that? No, 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 you're 100% right. Absolutely. So I, I, I think that's important where I think – I think one thing I've noticed from doing this, from doing this podcast with you, if I've noticed a lot of things about myself where, necess- you know, there's been moments where I haven't necessarily thought I've been as uh, depressed or – full of anxiety, you know, like these are things that I always put to the side and then we talked about it and I'm like, you know what? No, it's uh, I am depressed. I am full of anxiety. I should deal with it. So like to me, when I hear, when I hear kind of background, when I hear kind of, uh, um, things from other people that I care about where they're saying, like, you know, you you could probably work on this a little bit. To me, that's important to me. That's what this podcast has done to me where, you know, I don't, I've, I've been poor at working at my uh, depression, my anxiety. Then I heard people kind of mention it towards me, and to me now that's something I want to work towards. Okay. And... I don't know. I is that necessarily true with you? Like, it, it are these changes you want you want to make because of just you, or because of no? Yeah, exa- right. And I think what I was trying to say, and what you're getting at, is that I can't tell what I want to do this for. Is what my confliction is. Okay. I can't tell if I'm thinking, like, no, this is the right time to go see some professional help and just kind of open my eyes and open, you know, my heart to just accepting help. Should I do it for my own personal benefits or... Or should I, or should I, you know, do this 
or am I only doing this because it's something that, you know, I can talk about a couple times, you know, during uh, once a week during our show, and then after the four weeks, you know, I don't have to worry about it anymore. So that's like the confliction, and I, and part of me wants to say, like, no, this is something I've always thought about doing, and I should, I should do it, but if it's not, but if I can't go into it the right way, I don't know if it is the right time. If I'm going into it because I'm, I just like have to because like, kind of like we were sa- like I was we were saying before the show, we like going into this 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 episode here. We knew that you know this was gonna be an episode we were gonna have to pick something new to do for the month, and I was like, well, there's nothing really like calling my name. Like every every usually pretty much every month, I kind of had an idea. I was like, oh, this is gonna be what I want to do. This is it. And I I mean it's only been 3 months I guess technically. But e- each month everything sounded perfect. This month I'm really like I I don't know. Nothing really sounds like the th- the right thing to do. So I'm just kind of like I mean I guess Can I tell you where I'm at? Where I am yeah, at? Yeah, please do. Please. Where I am at w- like with what we are doing is I'm at the point where, like, I want to challenge myself. I want, with what I want out of the next monthly challenge is something, and I don't know if this, it it may sound a little like uh, a weaker persona, but, like, I want something that I can commit to for 30 days where I know I can do it on my time. I know I can learn something, commit from it, um, something that I can bring not only to myself, but to the show. So, like, I think what I hear from what you're saying is, like, I want something that's really going to bring something um, to myself, bring something to like that I can do for 30 days that I know that I'm going to learn from every every single day but not only that that I can bring onto the show and uh kind of bring that onto the show too we're like it, it it I don't know it's hard where you know we've done jujitsu jujitsu is one thing it was our first thing it was our number one yep yep okay we did uh uh, podcasting. That was our number two. Learning how to do podcasting. Woodworking. Number three. Yeah. We made a table that's still holding up. Still holding us today. Cracking through the hole, but but now we're at a point where we're like, you know, and then you did uh, carnivore diet. Then I did the guitar. You know, guitar. like. Yep. I want to do something where like. I'm at the point where like I want to come back and be able to do something and talk to people. And like really grab people's attention, where it's like, "Holy fuck, you guys did this, or you did this." Okay. Like how the f- like how did it? How did you? How did you manage yourself to get through what this like monthly challenge was? Like I want, I want to do something where it like catches people's attention, their grasp. Okay. So, do you have an anything in mind or not? 
or um, or is that just kind of what you're? Uh, I mean, because I get so the <laughs> when, so as I'm looking through our list of things. Can I grab you an Oscar Blues? Yeah, I mean I've I've got the, my three, so your your third one's up next. So as you were describing that, um, one of the only things that uh, came into my mind was like we could try to brew our own Hua beer. That could be our next one. Is to like try to figure out how to brew our own beer, and that would be a part that that'd be like a partnership because our last our the last one we did separately, we were doing separate things. This this one we could do together. I would like to do a like a yeah I'd joint. Like to, I'd like to do a joint thing. Joint, hold a uh, hua month. Yeah. I think those are the more fun ones. When Brew we a new beer and get a hua tat. I think, I mean, I have no idea how how long the brewing process is. I, definitely I have, more than a month, I, I have think. no clue what that's like. And I, right, I'm sure it's more than a month. Um, But that was like the first, when I was looking over our list, that was kind of the only thing that came to my mind when you were going through all the things of, like, what would grab people's attention? Ah, hold a scoundrel beer would kind of be like, oh, shit, they brewed a beer. Uh, <laughs> what is something where we have to do, like, every day and it's just, like, something we enjoy doing? Yeah, I mean, I kind of like drinking beer and being around beer. You know, like, oh, man. Um, so... I mean, I think that's something we could look into doing. I'm uh, trying to f- uh, look into it right now as we're uh, talking, and you know, um, maybe like it's too labor intensive of a process, but maybe it's not. So. Like maybe it takes a month to brew your own beer. Maybe, maybe it only takes, like, okay, look, like we have to buy a a kit probably. Um, but I mean, what, fifty bucks? That ain't bad. No, I'd drop fifty bucks for a beer kit, you know, on the cheap end. So I, all right, this is what I want to ask you. You wanna? Condone, go down, like, this is what we're going to do. You want to wait and hold off on our week. Like, when we introduce our tattoos, everybody sees our tattoos, then we do the weekly month, or the monthly. It's a good question. I think... Do you want to do a big shit bang on the next episode? We introduce... How about this? Okay. How about this? All right, all right, all right, all right. So... So again, the tough thing. Got this stupid trip this week. I shouldn't say stupid. Not stupid. This this awesome trip. I got this awesome trip this week, <laughs> and it's just kind of throwing off the routine of the show. 
because well, I'll probably be back in time to record on the 22nd. But it's like I'll be gone 22nd. enough. 22nd. Which is a week from today. I'll be back by then to record. Like, Okay, well, my unboxing unveil won't be till 26th. Okay, so let's just hold off. Let's hold off recording until the 29th. Perfect. That, the 29th, will, we will also, okay, this is a Hold Us Accountable exclusive, HUA exclusive. Okay. Alright. HUA exclusive. Uh, So we won't record until March 29th. On March 29th, we will have the tattoos done. Okay, tattoos, we'll have them. We'll have them done by the 29th. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. We'll have, Write this down. We'll have the unboxing on the 29th. <laughs> we'll also have what our next monthly challenge is going to be on the 29th. Oh, my gosh. So this next episode so is going to be episode big. 22 is going to be huge. Huge. Episode 22 is going to be out of this huge. fucking world. Episode 22. Let me recap that for everybody out there, all the two and a half people out there listening. Episode 22. Not only are we going to have the unboxing. Okay. We're going to do the unboxing first. Unboxing Unboxing after the beer of the week. Boom. Unboxing. Episode 22. We're going to have an unboxing of presents, of some type of gift. Oh. Oh, not it not only is it a gift, it is a oh, oh, it's going to just be fantastic. And then we're going to show off our it's going to be a weekly challenge tattoos. Tattoo showcase of 315. Oh my god. Weekly challenge. Oh my god, that's just going to be insane. We should see if we can get Dexter here on the 29th. All right. All right. I'll see what I can do. If we can get Dexter to, to join Decker. us. Decker. Oh, my God. Decker, I'm going to tell you this right now. That's because of my father. He kept saying, oh, his name's, his name's Decker. I'm just going to call him Dexter. I'm calling him Dexter. I don't care. I don't care what his name is. I'm calling, so him, we'll have De- calling him Dexter. Dexter here. Decker. Buddy. Friend. Pal. I'm so sorry. Right. Anyway, you're going to hopefully join us, maybe, possibly, guest appearance so on ne- the 29th. The 29th, two weeks from now. So we got we got time to... to so t- next week we're not recording. We're not going to record next. All we're right. not going to record on the 22nd. All right. We're going to try to build up a nice, big episode on the 29th. Because on the 29th, we're going to do the unboxing. We're, we're going to do, do the, the tattoo, tattoo unboxing. Room. We're going to do the tattoo r- uh, reveal. And we're gonna do the monthly. And we're challenge. gonna do the monthly challenge reveal. Holy fuck! It's gonna be a big one. God damn it! It's gonna be a big episode. Um, we're gonna have if uh, if Decker uh, cannot make it, we'll have other guests joining us. Yep. It'll be uh, it'll be Big uh, Tom or. 
It'll be someone. It'll, it'll be somebody. Anybody. Somebody it, will we be could, on. We could have Decker and Big Tom. Maybe we'll get them both. Wow. Maybe next week or maybe in two weeks we'll try to get them both. We better. Yeah, but but uh, but we're gonna have new tattoos, and we're gonna have new. We're gonna have new something that I'm gonna introduce. Yeah, I'm gonna show to us. Oh man, Max, you're gonna be pumped, dude. I can't wait. Dude, like you're gonna be I I Max, I'm telling you right now, you're gonna be stoked. He's like, you're gonna be pumped. And everybody who's listening is gonna be like, I want that. Damn. So that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Whoever's listening who sees it, they're gonna be like, I want that. Max is gonna get that. I'm gonna get that. We're going to have a new tattoo of the week. We're going to unbox. This is episode 21. And, uh. Oh, wait. Yeah, fuck it. We'll do Packer Talk. Oh, yeah, let's just go right into it. <laughs> it's episode 21 of Hold Us Accountable, ladies and gentlemen. I have no idea what happened, but yes. You're out of here. Yeah, throw it on the table. All right, I'll take it. There you go. I got to try it now. Jesus. Um, anyway. Uh, Packer, Packer talk, talk. man. Packer Talk. Hey, man. <laughs> what an episode. <laughs> what a fun episode 21. Hey, let me talk hold about us, it. Hold Us Accountable can <laughs> finally drink. Yeah, Jesus. Finally Christ. drink, man. Hold Us Accountable. We can't rent. Uh, hold us accountable. Cannot rent a car yet, but we well, can drink. Can. But no, well, hold us accountable. Hold the show accountable a, can yep. can drink and fight in wars, but they cannot rent a car. Absolutely. How bananas is that? Yeah, fuck them, America. But hey, anyway. let me tell you something. Aaron Jones, he just signed a four-year, forty-eight million dollar contract. Jones, a fifth-round pick by the Packers out of UTEP in 2017, ranked fourth in the NFL's last season with 104,000 yards despite missing two games with a calf injury. He made his first Pro Bowl, becoming the lowest-drafted Packers running back since Dorsey Levins, also a fifth-round pick, in 1997 to do so. It was Jones' second straight 1,000-yard rushing season. He rushed for 1,084 yards and led the NFL with 19 touchdowns in 2019, including the playoffs in the season. He scored 23 times the most for the most for a season in team history. <laughs> All right. Squeak. I got more history. Squeaked her out there, bud. Yeah, let me go down a little bit. Jones, 26. Jones. Is one of only two players in NFL history to He's post. 26? Yes. Jones, 26, is one of the only players in NFL history to post 3,000 yards rushing. Actually, 3,346 and 35-plus rushing touchdowns, which is 37. With an average of five p- 
plus yards per carry, 5.2. And uh, the first four, something. <laughs> anyway. First four. Something. God damn, Aaron Jones, we got him back. Hey, I think the big thing um, with this Aaron Jones signing is that the Packers, look, everyone who wants to draft a wide receiver in the first round, that's not happening this year. We're not drafting a wide receiver in the first round. We're going to draft an l- offensive lineman, a defensive lineman, a cornerback, or a linebacker. Yeah. That's just how it's going to go. Because Aaron Jones is not going to be just a primary running back. We spent the second round draft pick on A.J. Dillon last year. And personally, I think it's worth it. I think A.J. Dillon is a freak of an athlete, um, of a running back. Just his size and his athletic abilities. And when he was... When he was featured as a rookie, he excelled. Um, so he has everything, all the traits going forward to say that he would only um, elevate. He wouldn't, you know, uh, go backwards. He wouldn't uh, uh, digress as an athlete, as a football player. So... To put, so to say that you you invest nine and a half to twelve million dollars a year in a running back and a second round draft pick in a running back, usually one of those two things are it's one or the other. It's not both in a backfield, I think. Um, so the Packers are in a, are in a very unique situation where they have very two unique, distinct running backs that have high capital in them. Capital in free agency in Aaron Jones, high capital in draft in A.J. Dillon in a second-round draft pick. If you draft in the second round as a running back, you're pro- you're projected to be the starter for the next four to five years and maybe get a second contract. Yeah. When you're Aaron Jones and now you're getting nine and a half to twelve million, you're projected to be the starter and only the starter. So what I'm saying is there's two starting running backs in our backfield and we have to figure out a way to use them in a way that their value is maximized maximized. A second round draft pick, we have to figure out a way to maximize a second round draft pick. A nine and a half to twelve million dollar running back. We have to figure out a way to maximize that, not only separately but together, and that is going to be the challenge. If Matt Lafleur cannot figure out how to do that, this is a failure. If he can figure out how to do that, it is wildly successful because Aaron Jones is a freak and AJ Dillon is a freak. And that's the hard thing, like, to balance with an offense is, at the end of the day, a running back in the free agency game is the most able to replace. Like, you can, you know, like, that's the one position where you have an all-star running back, you can replace him. The reason why I am 
super excited, super ecstatic that the Packers had replaced Aaron jo- or not had not replaced replaced Aaron Jones, signed him to a contract, is you catch your running backs. You know, the Packers have gone through a long spurt of Eddie Lacy, uh, you know, Starks, uh, fucking uh, Brandon, all these guys, you know, like all these it, it, running backs, a very easy position to replace. But when you get a position, you get a running back who will stick and wants to play for your offense and wants to fucking give it their all like Aaron Jones does. Like, I I am stoked to have him back in in our in our offense. You know, I Absolutely. think I think I think that's a big thing. You know, having a running execution with Aaron Rodgers, with having him having the the dynamic the the dynamics that he has throwing and having Aaron Jones I think that was probably the biggest things we could do on our offseason is bring him back but I don't know dude like we talk Packers so much I I, I don't even know where to stand at a point where it's like you know I do want to bring I want to bring wide receiver I want to bring a slot receiver in that Rodgers can throw to but at the same time we just got Corey Lindsley just left and sign the biggest fucking contract in offensive lineman history. I want to uh. have people who can protect him. Where do we stand? What do we want? What do we want to get? Well, well, Lindsley is the highest paid center in offensive lineman history. He's the highest paid center because yeah. tackles make more than centers do. So. Oh yeah, I mean, you know, but I, I I know what you mean. But but yeah, he became Corey Lindsley became the highest paid center in history. Which, obviously, the Packers were never going to be able to match, and good for the Chargers because, the you know they they need with Justin Herbert they need veteran help like Lindsley. Um, I think where the Packers can have a little bit of wiggle room is the offensive line. I don't think you want to f- mess around with it too much. But I think if you can move Elton Jenkins into the center, you bring in John Runyon at right guard. You have, Lu- or you move, you have Lucas Patrick and John Runyon at light right guard, left guard, respectively. Wherever those two guys, I think Elton Jenkins at center is. So Jenkins is basically like the, like this. He settles any position. He's that like he can't he's cover. like our swing interior. Yeah, it's like wherever we can't find a strength, we'll move him. So if like we can only find a good left guard, we'll sign a left guard and move Jenkins to center. Yeah. If we can only find a good right guard, we'll move Jenkins to right or move Jenkins. You know, we'll make it. Yeah. Well, he's like the swing guy in the middle, and. Which is huge. So I think that's where the Packers kind of went with, all right, we we can afford to lose Lindsley but keep Jones, whereas you can't afford because, I mean, I think Do you agree I with think that I think Lindsley is gonna make more money than Aaron Jones is. Oh, like sixty-five million for four years. 
I I it's gonna be close. It's gonna be around. Well, like when I if I br- would you rather have a guy like Lindsley or would you rather have Aaron Jones? Because uh, uh, to be honest, in the NFL, the running back position is easier to f- fill than right a guy like Lindsley. It really is. I think. I think in the Packers situation, they did the right move. I do, I do too. I think Lindsley had a, would he have a back injury in the middle of the year? Played the, and then yeah. and then finished the season okay. Yeah. But a back injury at an offensive lineman is risky to yeah. sign for long term for big money. Um, I think having a two-headed monster at running back with Jones and Dylan, I think that's big time. Is very valuable. I'd love to have Jamal Williams still. Like, obviously, I love Jamal Williams, but I think Aaron Jones and AJ Dylan, great combo. I agree. I mean, you have a you have a power back who's faster than your initial back. Right. Straight for straight line for straight line speed. I mean just literally based off the forty times, AJ Dillon is faster than Aaron Jones. And I think straight he showed what he speed. can prove. Like if he gives t- if if you give him time, I think AJ Dillon can ride. I think he can be that guy. And the beautiful thing about that is that if AJ Dillon becomes your workhouse back, Aaron Jones can play slot. He can catch oh balls yeah. in the slot. He can be so dynamic still in the offense if AJ Dillon is your first and second down running back and then Well what sucks to me is like I feel like Jamal Williams played a very good slot running back. Played oh, a yeah. very good slot yeah. res- like Receiver type of running back for the pack. I don't know. Yeah, I love Jamal. I, I mean, maybe we didn't see that in Aaron Jones just because he was the guy who was playing our fucking, uh, you know, third and third and shorts. Like he 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 was never put out there like Jamal was. But no, I yeah, know. I agree. I think no, Jamal was. I love those type of players that have a per- the, like the personality like Jamal Williams had. Like, I don't know. I just don't think you can put a value on the type of joy that player brings to a locker room. Yeah, Which and is, it's important. And I uh, right, it's important. I don't think it's necessary, uh, but it's important. And. Can that be replaced? Probably not, but can it be duplicated in a different way? Yes. Absolutely. It yeah. can that Absolutely, same type yeah. of energy and joy can be brought to a locker room, but it obviously won't be in the Jamal Williams way, but it'll still elevate a locker room the same way. Yeah. I I hate Luke because Dude, he's such a fun dude to root for. You just hear him in interviews. He's fun. He's just right off the cuff. He doesn't care what he says. He talks about SpongeBob. He talks about just But you gotta keep on football. them guys who are who are putting him work. Like, I mean, Aaron Jones is putting him work. And yeah. Has, and he, he want 
he wanted money, but he took his cut. He for took the a Packers. cut, man. And like, he, and dude, and here's the thing: he bet on himself. I mean, it's like nine and a half million without any incentives per year. If he hits the incentives that he agreed to, which I don't know the specifics on, but it's from the NFL insiders I've listened to, it it they're not like crazy high incentives. It's not like you have to hit two thousand yards and you get an extra million dollars. It's like you know, you get ten touchdowns, you get an extra million. Yeah. You know, like he'll be able to hit ten, eleven million dollars a year should he not get hurt and perform the way he has the past few years. And I think that's the great thing about this contract is that if it goes the way the fans, the Aaron Jones and the organization wants it to, is that Aaron Jones got compensated for what he's accomplished in his career thus far, which is a $9.5 million a year contract. I feel like that's fair. You know, Aaron Jones, fifth-round pick by the Packers out of UTEP in 2017, ranked fourth in the NFL last season with 1,104 yards rushing despite missing two games yeah. with a calf injury. In- injury. He made his first Pro Bowl, becoming the lowest-drafted Packers running back since Doris Elevens, also a fifth-round pick in 1997. It was Jones... Second straight 1,000-yard rushing season. He rushed for 1,084 yards and led the NFL with 19 touchdowns in 2019, including the playoffs. He scored 23 times the most for a season in team history. Yeah, so exactly. Like, we're we're paying him for, A, what he has done and what he can do. But then we're saying, look, if you keep this up and do even better than what you've done, we're going to pay you even more. And I think that's I think that's very fair on all parts of this deal. They're saying, look, you've done well, you've treated us well, we're going to treat you well. You treat us even better, we'll treat you even better. And I think like what else could you ask for? But I think it's big, especially big as a uh, like the Packer, like the the whole complex as itself, like you know, we've never hung out to running backs like we you know, we had Eddie Lacy, we had Brandon Jackson, we had Tony Fisher, we had Amon Green, we had uh, William Henderson. We had these guys who, you know, running back in the NFL, if you take it, NFL and they run it in the NFL is a, a position that you can replace easily. Mm-hmm. You know, the the running back running back position is a play is you can you can get a guy who's an all star for a year and replace him like uh, Reggie Bush in a sense. You know, I mean, which I mean is is not the greatest comparison, but like, I get what you mean. I get. But what you for mean. the Packers, like you know, we had we had Eddie Lacy, we had uh, Amon Green, who was fucking fantastic for a long time. We had Brandon Jackson, we had all these guys, uh, Tony Fisher, we had Najee Davenport, these guys who were just fantastic. But we've never had a guy like Aaron Jones in a while who's consistent, who is not only adding. Um, you know, to our yards, but, like, he's making plays for us. He's a guy who takes that edge off of Rodgers a little bit, who Rodgers can hand the ball to Aaron Jones and expect uh, five to ten rushing yards or, you know, like, expect big plays. Like, this is a guy we haven't had in a while. You know, this is a – and not to the same extent, but, like, a fucking Barry Sanders to the Lions. Like, this is a 
This is a big running back, like, who we have not had. Like, yeah, we had Eddie Lacy, but he had a good year. Then he got fat, and he fucking mellowed out. We have Aaron Jones, a guy who's putting up bigger numbers than anybody, bigger than the Packers has ever had. Like, why not keep that running game? So, like, I think that's important to Rodgers, like, passing game. And if we have fucking MVS, if we have Devontae Adams, if we have Alan Lazard, why not have an Aaron Jones? That's yeah. why I was pumped to hear that we signed him. Sa- same. And I think um, one of the the, f- the factors or I, – I don't know. I really like the signing. I mean, dude, you look at Aaron, Aaron Jones and his college career – in four years at UTEP, he averaged 6.3 yards a carry. That's insane. That's insane. And then in the NFL, up to this point, he's averaged 5.2 yards a carry. In the NFL, that's, ins- that's and incredible. And he came, he came right from UTEP to Green Bay, right? Yeah. So, so look, I know um, – I think I – think like one of the weird things to think about is that we have a high dollar amount f- running back and a second round draft pick running back. Usually it's one or the other in the NFL. And I think a lot of people thought, okay, look, we've got AJ Dillon. We'll let Aaron Jones walk. We'll use that money that we could have signed Aaron Jones. We'll spend it on defense. Then we'll draft a running back in the fifth, sixth round, and we'll have that one-two punch with A.J. Dillon and whatever fifth, sixth round running back we've got. And that's fine. Like, that's a good strategy plan. Fine. Great. But what happens when that fifth, sixth round running back is garbage because he's a just a draft pick, he's not an established pro, and now you're leaning on only A.J. Dillon and you don't have a secondary guy to take any of that off of him, the second you bring him into the game, the defense knows you're passing the ball. They don't have to worry about play action. So yeah. so I think, like, that's the biggest thing here is that, is that when, when we have A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones on the field at the same time, the defense isn't going to know what to do. You could motion out. Uh, Jones and have him jet sweep across. Hell, you could motion out A.J. Dillon and have him jet sweep across because technically, straight line speed, 40-yard yeah. dash. Yeah. A.J. Dillon ran a faster 40-yard dash than Aaron Jones did. So you get him running. A, a, he's, running the, he's running the jet sweep, and he's running as a slot all the way across. He's taking a handoff from from Rodgers, and he's meet, and he's looking at a cornerback now, and all he's got to do, he's 250 pounds, he's got to <laughs> run over a 180-pound cornerback, yeah, and then he's got open grass and a safety to his right. <sighs> uh, that's scary. I know. So I, I do I think... Pick your fucking poison. So I do think you we, as as Packer fans, no matter what the Packers did, we could take criticism in. If the Packers signed Corey Lindsley but didn't sign Aaron Jones, we could say that's great, but okay, we only have Aaron Jones or we only have AJ Dillon now, and who knows 
what other running back we could get. And if it's only one running back, what's it, you know, that's not going to be good enough. We need more weapons on offense. And if we if we didn't sign either of them and we used all our money on defense, we say that's great. But now we have all we have is A.J. Dillon and, and Devontae Adams on offense. That's it. And it's so hard. I mean, with the Packers right now, like, this is the first time, like, we have the f- best uh, defensive back in the league. Uh, Jair Alexander, yeah. best defensive back in the league. We have Darius Smith, one of the best defensive ends. Preston Smith on a good day, like on a good year. You know, this was a this was a bad year for Preston Smith because he wasn't he didn't he didn't ride like he did the year before. He didn't, but hey, man. But we have Jair, we have and Preston, we have Zadarius, we and, have uh, Amos is. He Amos, is, he's one of the one of the best of the, free agents. He's, he's got one of the highest graded uh, coverage safeties in the league since like 2018. And then we got Big Bobby Tynion as a, and then we offense. got uh, we got Devontae Adams, the best wide receiver in the league. We got Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback in the league. We got Aaron Jones, the best one of the best. Runner, running back, in the one league. of the most dynamic at least. To me, like after, and I'm not gonna lie, after this Aaron Jones, Aaron Jones signing, I look at it and I'm like, all right, well, like we can ride now. I think we can ride. Like, I, it's that's the hardest thing with the Packers organization. We're like, if we didn't sign any, like if we didn't, if we didn't sign Aaron Jones, we didn't sign Jamal Williams. Okay. Now we signed Aaron Jones. We got Aaron Rodgers. We got Devontae Adams. We got MVS. We got Alan Lazard. We got uh, Jenkins. We got most of our line. We say we draft a couple linemen. Mm-hmm. Like at this point, at at the end of this year, I was thinking, I'm like, God damn, like what the fuck are we gonna do now? Yeah. Now I'm sitting. I'm like, all right, we draft a couple old linemen, a linebacker or two. I think we ride, man. Oh. I think we can ride. We get, we get, we get an, we get an old lineman in free agency, like a veteran. Okay. A veteran D lineman, just add a little depth. Maybe not be, maybe not top tier, but just a guy to add depth. Yeah. We draft an old lineman, a cornerback, a D lineman. We can play, dude. We dude, can play, dude. We I think can play. We're, I don't. I think, man, the biggest thing is, like, we're just it would like we're missing something. Like, like I want to say, like we're missing that dynamic X, Y, or Z. But it's like. On defense, we have Jair. Zadarius should be. We also have that. Amos. We have. And that's what I mean. Like I'm like, why am I thinking we're missing something? We Kevin shouldn't. Like Kings, King Kevin King's probably gone, so probably. we're pro- we're gonna need to draft. We're gonna draft a cornerback high, and I people like are probably safety, gonna like good safety. Now, nah, dude, Savage and Amos are get, are solid. Yeah, right, Savage right. and Amos we are solid. We need somebody on, on the other side. We need. We're gonna draft the cornerback high. I think we might draft the cornerback first, second round, and people I are mean, gonna be like, "Why are we drafting a cornerback?" But why not? But that's what I mean. Like, 
that Get that's what I mean. King's, he's gone. Well, King, King, King's done. King, he's a free agent. King. He's a free agent. He's not even a Packer right now. He's, nah, dude. He's get, a free agent. Get King the fuck out. I'm a, er, he's out, King. man. He's not even a Packer right now. Dude, get our backfield. Get one guy. One guy on our backfield. Boom. Get yeah. one good guy. Dude, and get then a, get and a draft the D-back. We need something in our linebacker unit. Dude, how about how about this? We draft we draft a defensive back, a D lineman, a linebacker, uh, like what like those are our first three picks. Linebacker, cornerback, D lineman. So you don't like okay. Whichever like, if if we get if we if we can sign a, a like a second tier offensive lineman in free agency. That's cool with me. Perfect, and then and then first first second third rounds we get cornerback D line linebacker linebacker D line cornerback D line linebacker cornerback cornerback linebacker D line. I'm I'm cool with that. I'm cool. I'm thinking. Let's go because yeah. we got we got Rashawn Gary Preston Smith. I Preston's gonna bounce back. Yeah, Preston's bouncing. I, I'm back. down for Preston. Kenny he, Clark's gone, right? No, we got Kenny. Oh, we got Kenny. We got Kenny. We got Kenny. We got Kenny. We got Preston. We got Zadarius. We got Kenny, Preston, Zadarius, Rashawn. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. I was one of the guys who was salty about getting rid of Blake Martinez. I did not like getting rid rid of Blake Martinez. What do you think about that? Yeah, we talked about this. Salty about that. I was salty for the fact we're like. Your defense gets your your defense gets the leader. First of all, Blake Martinez led the league in tackles when he came out of the league at, when he got traded for the Packers. Uh, Blake Martinez was an AJ Hawk. He was the guy who called the plays. He was the guy who held the defense. But not only was he that, he was the guy who he was leading the leading the league in tackles. To me, I didn't like getting rid of Blake Martinez. That was a guy that like look. Here's okay. the thing. Here's the thing with Blake Martinez, man. Okay, I agree. Blake it was a good linebacker. He was um. He was energy. He brought a lot to the table that you can't just draft or you can't just sign as a free agent and hope they bring what he brought. Okay, but I don't think he was worth what the Giants gave him and. All this PFF Pro Football Focus stuff isn't locked and we can't see it. But like, okay, overall he's a seventy five point nine, which is good, but I don't think it's worth what I don't think it's worth ten million dollars a year. No. Now No, what do we have for linebackers? But I agree but it's it dude, it's a tough balancing act. So, cause I totally agree. It's like, yeah, he's not worth ten and He's not worth ten and a half million dollars a year, but okay, if you have two rookie linebackers and they're not that great, what's it worth? So I totally get it, but he just he just wasn't, dude. He I just don't think he was like he wasn't a dynamic, exciting. He's like an AJ Hawk. I don't even think he was as good as AJ Hawk. I think he was like I think he he played I think he was a good solid linebacker. I think he was solid and he made 663 tackles, 313 sacks. 
Dude, I, no, I think he was. Don't get me wrong. Deflection. I think he was good. I, I'm a Blake Martinez fan. I'm just not a fan for the money that he s- was signed at. What was he signed for at New York? Let's find out. Let's fucking pee. All right, I'm gonna look up his contract now. Just see. Oh, you're just knocking everything over. Holy shit. Jesus Christ. Blake Martinez signed a three-year, $30,750,000 contract with the New York Giants. Including a six million dollar signing bonus, nineteen million dollars guaranteed, and an average annual salary of ten million two hundred fifty thousand dollars. So, ten and a quarter million dollars a year. I just don't think he is worth that for the Packers. I think for the Giants. And you have to rebuild a culture, and you have to rebuild a defensive mindset and a defensive attitude. Yes, he was worth it for the Giants, um, but not for the Packers. I know Carl's in the bathroom right now, and I'll tell that to him um, <coughs> when he gets back. But but yeah, no, Blake Martinez is a great. Uh, dude, a good, you know, just a good human, a, a very good football player. Um, but not, you know, I mean, I don't think in Green Bay he was worth what the Giants were willing to sign him for. And, it, you know, you're worth what the market dictates. And that's what he was worth in New York. I just don't think he was ever going to get that in Green Bay. And I I think if he did sign that in Green Bay, we'd be looking at it and going, you know, we could use that money elsewhere. Um, so, so yeah. So, yeah, dude, Blake Martinez signed a three-year, $30,750,000 contract. Holy shit. So it had an, a $6 million signing bonus, $19 million guaranteed, and an average annual salary of $10,250,000. All right. So, so no, no. So bef- before you say anything, he is, I believe he is worth that in New York where they need to rebuild a culture. They need to rebuild an attitude in that defense. He is a hard worker. He's a nose to the grindstone. He is just a tough-minded dude and yeah. a good person and a good dude in a locker room and just a hard worker. And I think he's worth that in New York. But I think in Green Bay, we like we don't value those traits. The way New York does or needs to because what are, they're what rebuilding. What do we value in Green Bay? 
But we have guys like that in our locker room who are tough nose. But what do we value in Green Bay? What do we value in Green Bay? We value those things, but we need guys. At a price. But we need guys who are better than that. He's just not. But, like, what what have we put our money towards, Max? That's, like, that's what I'm asking you. Like, you say we— Aaron do, Jones, for uh, example. Uh, yeah. Would you rather have Blake Martinez or Aaron Jones? Who well, would yeah, you rather have? No, I, I honestly agree with you, but, like— so, But that's exact—so I'm just—I'm answering your question. Aaron, Aaron but, Jones or Blake Martinez? Can I, like, can I ask you, Aaron Jones is the first time the Packers has put money towards anything that's worthwhile. Zadarius Smith and Preston Smith. Okay, Preston Smith, yeah, but yeah, I won't even put Preston Smith on that list. Adrian Amos, I mean, th- Is there, like people like who last year, Rick Wagner, w- he did, he played well. He did get hurt, and we did end up cutting him, but he played well. But we did okay. Billy uh, Billy Turner, like uh, Billy Turner, you know. Okay, that's a guy, er, uh, Jenkins, like guys like those. I don't know, like. But all those guys I named were guys we were able to sign because we didn't sign Blake. So Martinez. what do you what what's what do you think? All right, let me ask you this then, because to me I look at the Packers unit, and you know I have fallen into the trend of the Packers have not hit the fucking high horse of all right we're winning this year and this is what we're doing. The Packers is a team who's playing for the future 120%. That's who I am. So what to you what right now what's good for the Packers? What what like is this good that the Aaron Jones signing to me was super foreign to me it was like awesome. I I didn't even think the Packers would do that. Like to me right now the Packers are a team that have all like for fucking since Ted Thompson have been a team where it's like, hey, we're going to build a team for five years from now. I don't know. So, so the w- fact that that you say, you know, like we're signing Aaron Jones, we're not signing. Okay, but okay, the, the Blake Martinez thing happened two, two years oh, ago. Yeah. Oh, I know that. I know that. I know that. I know that. But, like, that to me, that's, a, that's one thing for me where as a, as a football guy, that's why I didn't like the Blake Martinez thing. As a football guy, is what has lost the Packers most of their championships, most of their games? Our defense. Right? Uh, I, I, dude. I mean, in the past, uh,. I mean, yeah, last year you could say the defense for sure, but I don't think. I I don't know. I don't. I don't think the whole. I I just don't think the Blake Martinez. I don't. Thing I'm not. Is, I, I I'm not gonna put all the, on Blake Martinez. I don't think so either. But like I, the, I'm I'm trying to explain in a sense where it's like, um, a lot of our. A lot of the Packers history in the past couple years, okay? A lot of the pack, uh, most of the Packers history in the pack, past couple years has been lost by our defense, and it's right. Yeah, right. No, I'll, I'll definitely say that. This I don't is think this we... is where a strong sense of mind. 
this this last year, this past year, best offensive lineman the Packers have ever seen. All right, Jenkins, Lindsley, fucking anybody. You know, we we've had the best offensive lineman the Packers have seen since fucking when, right? Okay. But like, I I just like. It doesn't make sense to me the way like they balance they don't balance their the way they fucking attack. Like Okay. The Packers have always either lost because their defense has not been strong enough or their offense has not been strong enough. So right. for the first time uh uh-huh. this year and and before the free agency has even started, okay, we have gotten Aaron Jones. All right, we got Aaron Jones. We got MBS. We got uh, Devontae Adams. Uh-huh. Defense, we got Preston Smith, Darius Smith. We got uh, fucking uh, Jair, Jair Alexander. Almost, almost whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah. You know? Okay. So... Where I'm standing is where can the Packers, for the first time, actually put their power towards where we need to improve on instead of overlooking. Like, last year was a big overlooking year. Okay, I got you. I know exactly what you're talking about. That's where I was just trying to catch Okay, here we go. I get what you're saying. There you go. We got a lot of flash, and we got a lot of pretty... Toys on the outside. This is why I wanted to bring this so you could catch we, my mind. We got everything looks great on the outside. Okay. But where the teams, and I get exactly what you're saying, but where teams win championships is from all the little pieces that contribute. So we've got these guys. We've got Amos. We've got Savage. We've got Jair. We've got Zadarius. We've got Kenny. But that's not in a whole defense. We're missing we're missing the players, the secondary players that develop after a few years and um, come onto the scene and make a wave. We're missing a free agent that we sign for uh, you know a, a cu- you know maybe not as much as you would have thought or we're just missing that one extra player that we we kind of found in free agency that was a good deal, that was a, a bargain, quote-unquote, you know, and we're missing that that player on offense and defense, both sides, exactly what you're saying. We have the flash on both sides, but we what we don't have is the substance. We don't have the, the you know, the depth to carry us through. We have Devontae, and he's great, and he's amazing, but when a team can has a few weeks to figure re- figure him out and take him out of the game plan, okay, now we have Aaron Jones, okay? But a team can take two guys out of a game plan, okay, right? So now we're like, okay, who do we have? Aaron Lazard and Jamal Williams. Okay, Bob Tanyan stepped up big, and he played huge, and that was great. So we, we had those developments on offense. So we're we're trying to say, okay, let's keep it together on offense. Aaron Jones, A.J. Dillon, um, Devontae Adams, MVS, 
I'm 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 pretty sure we're keeping Bob Tanyan. I don't I Big can't Bob. imagine we'd be getting Big rid of Bob Tanyan is a uh, free agency on whatever and, regulations. And so but. so yeah, I get what you mean. We're we're missing the substance. We have the the first we have the first round talent, and we have and we have the the highlight free agents and Zadarius and Preston and Adrian. But what we're missing is those fifth and sixth round draft picks who have like they're in their third and fourth year and they're like, Whoa, who are these guys? These guys are awesome and that's what we're missing and and it sucks that we can't keep a Blake Martinez. But dude, when he signs for ten ten and a quarter million a year, it's like I know. And it's like, fuck dude, we can't keep a guy who we may be able to sign comparable for five mil a year. But I gotta, I gotta hit the bathroom quick. Yeah, but I don't know. It's hard with the Packers. I mean, we have so many weapons from the offensive line, from the defense. I mean, we have some of the best players that play in the NFL right now. We got, like I said, you know, Jair Alexander, the best cornerback in the league. We got. Devontae Adams, the best corner or the best wide receiver in the league. We got Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback in the league. We got Aaron Jones, the best running back in the league. And uh, to you know, the hardest thing for me is like, where do the Packers stand? What does it take for us? What does it take for us to take that step to be the best? And what what do we what moves do we have to make to bring us to that next level? Like you know, Rodgers is. The best quarterback to me, to most of people in uh, you know around me, the best quarterback in the motherfucking league. What does it take for Rodgers to get take that next step? I I and uh, I it just it's it's uh, what does it take? What does it take for Rodgers to take that fucking next step? You know Brady's fucking Brady, Brady's sitting in. Ah, it's so He's hard. Getting heated. He's getting heated. Brady's sitting in a league right now. Heated, where Brady's folks. sitting a. He's everybody who's going to Brady is ring chasing. Yeah. Nobody's coming to Green Bay to fucking ring chase. No. But you know Brady's but, ring chasing. Everybody. Air. Hey. 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 You know. Adrian what? Peterson if, just if came you, out and said, "Hey, I want to go to. If, I want to go to Tampa Bay because I want to ring chase. If you don't like it, maybe you should have beat him." Yeah, right? If we don't <laughs> like it, we should have beat him. I know. If we think it's, well, it's not fair, then we should have beat him. All the power to him. I mean, seven rings is what seven rings Hey, to be honest with you, Max, I don't talk no shit. Uh, TB12. I try. Dude, hey. I want to talk shit. I, dude, I I really don't like Tom. I I don't like Tom Brady. I, but at the same time, what am I going to say? What well, I don't like him because uh, he, he's too good. Like you know? I got no shit to talk about TB12 no more. He either. he won his rings. He's gonna continue. He's won the most. He he's the goat. He's the goat, and that sucks. But it does it it? What does it take to get Rod? Like what? Why is not? Why is Rogers not getting there anymore? Rogers should have. I I'm not gonna settle. I've been a diehard Packer fan since the day I was born. I'm not going to settle with another quarterback who gets one fucking Super Bowl hey. out of bullshit. Like like Brett. Why, Brett only won one Super Bowl, right? Yep. Against New Orleans. Yeah. 
Rodgers, I, I guns, like, guns, I, I fucking forbid Rodgers. Yeah, Ro- it, Brett won one against New Orleans. Not against New England in New, New Orleans. England in New Orleans. Yeah. And won his fucking MVP in. No, he didn't win the MVP. Yeah, Desmond won. Yeah, fuck. Hey, uh, Rogers, but hey, okay, you know what I'm gonna say? I Brett Favre's my by my all time. Rogers deser- deserves more than Brett Favre. I'm sorry, sorry, but he does. Yeah, Rogers. I feel like Rogers put up with a lot of shit. Oh, he's hey, he's where's he like, just broke like, the record. He's got the well, longest tenure. And what I mean as is like a pa- as a Packer player, he's he's overcome Brett Favre. And what I mean is that Favre like built up like like we the organization was in such a dry spell once fought until Favre got here that it was like oh we got a winning season this is amazing and then it's like we're going to the playoffs this is even better we won a Super Bowl this is a, like Favre took them from the like such a dry spell to like. Such winning expectations, and then Rodgers came along and was like, "You better keep this up, or otherwise you're terrible. You're yeah. not as good as Favre." It's like, well, yeah, no kidding. I hate that. I hate because, like, I think me and you both, like, you a little earlier than me, but like, we both kind of came up in the Favre and Rodgers era. Yeah, we're like, I love Favre, dude. I will, and a lot of people well, dude, respect you, that. You, I fucking hold Favre down. Well, dude, and you didn't even see Favre when he was at his best, and neither did I. I barely saw oh, Favre well, when he I, was at his best. I mean, best. yeah, I mean, I, I you saw— You were born in what, in 90— 97? Favre was at his best in 96, 97. 95, 96. Yeah, 95, 96. You, like, right as, yeah, right as the Magic Man was out. Like, that's when I was, like, four or five years old. So we I grew up watching it. Favre do his magic, dude. Like, we grew yeah. up watching him do his thing. And then we, I remember, like, we, me and you, we used to fucking clean your dad's office. Yeah. And I remember when Rodgers was uh, drafted. I remember when Air, Air, Air Jordy Nelson was drafted. Yep. Out of fucking uh, Kansas State. Kansas State. And I remember putting a sign on, like, the doors and, like, Jordy Nelson's going to be the fucking next Randall, or, uh, Randy Moss. Yeah. Like, just out of joke. Yep. And turn to come out like and this motherfucker yeah. turned out like, and then like it came to it like me and you we were Rogers fans, dude. Like yeah. Rogers came out and showed himself like at this point, Rogers proved he said like to the people like I want to play with the Packers, like I want to play. Right. I've been through the shit. I yeah. want to play, and if the Packers organization doesn't want me to play, I won't play with them. But he has said, I want to play, dude. Yep. And so has Aaron Jones has said, I want to play. Preston Smith, I want to play for the Packers. Zadarius Smith, I want to play for the Packers till I die. All these guys, we got a group of guys where, like, I think we can win. And to be honest, it's it's kind of a little bit disgust, not disgusting, but a little shitty that, Rodgers hasn't gotten more crowns. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we have gotten... Yeah, no doubt. I think we've gotten left fucking light with the Packers. It's shitty, and it's... it's it, It seems like, how could it be? But we're also... 
like Brady, the whole Brady Belichick thing really like changed the NFL and the what yeah let's big talk expectations are year in and year out like when the bill like the bills going to four super bowls in a row with jim kelly was like the biggest deal and then down bb came to the packers and won a super bowl the next year <laughs> yeah like it was like that doesn't that doesn't happen didn't happen I mean, even just the Chiefs going back, they won a Super Bowl, and then they came back and they lost one. But going to Super Bowls back-to-back years, that's that's pretty rare. Like, that doesn't happen often. So I think, yes, should the Packers have gone to a few more Super Bowls? Absolutely. Um, but there were years when, like, the Seahawks year – you know when oh, fuck them you know what i mean like that year we probably should have gone to a super bowl um i mean there were other years that i mean personally i think this year but anyway like there were years that we we should have can i ask you a question maximized Matt? it more yeah what's up you think we we'll be back no. I think like before we have kids like in our time you no. think we'll be back. No, I think um I really do think that we hit gold with with Rodgers and Favre and we're gonna I think Love will be okay. I think Love will be will be serviceable, he'll be good. Oh, so you're saying Love's gonna take over. Eventually. I think in the next four or five years. I think just because because mainly because he won't have to yeah, he won't Tim have Boyle's gone. Yeah. Yeah, so I mean like he won't have anything he won't have any tape on him for him to be like no, I deserve a big contract. The Packers are going to be the only team that are going to be like eventually say, "Hey, we we believe in you. We want you to be our quarterback going forward." So he'll be like 27, 28 years old when he takes over for the Packers and he'll He'll be okay, but never get us over the top, and we'll just flounder away at quarterback for 10, 20 years, I'm sure, and we'll never see another golden age like this again, and, you know, we'll we'll think back. So you think this is the end of, ed, end of the golden age? I think realistically, yeah. I mean, unless we just, like, we one year we absolutely just suck and we luck into like a quarterback that we're like holy shit we got this guy in this draft you know unless it's something like that or but Can I I say something to you man yeah this is the first time that like so obviously we never intended on Rodgers being the next big thing right but. After Rodgers, like, I always, I didn't expect, but I always thought, like, there could be a next big thing. Well, but, the, hold on. No, real no, no, but you, <laughs> not you, but, like, the, the love and, like, even Tim Boyle, like, at this point, this is the first time as a Packer fan where I'm, like, I do not see a next big thing anymore. I don't. Right? And that's the weird thing because 
because what I was going to say is even when we did draft Rodgers, when we drafted him, he was like the consensus, like, second best, like, he was considered to be, like, a very good quarterback. Like, a really, really good quarterback. It just, it just so happened to work out that no other teams needed a quarterback. Well, it's because fucking dude went to San Francisco and he went to Green Bay. Yeah, so, like, it it was just, like, the weirdest thing how... Uh, Alex, Alex Smith. Yeah, so... So that's where, like, this is just a little different. Hey, like, shout out Alex Smith. Glad you're doing okay. Yeah, that dude almost died. Hey. And then came back and kept playing football. What a guy. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Literally, dude almost lost his <laughs> leg. Shout out dude, to Alex and then, Smith. And then they're like, dude, your leg is you so You remember infected. that? You yeah. remember when, uh. Yeah, dude, they were like, your leg's so infected, you might die. You remember, <laughs> but you remember when, uh, what? Eli Manning got drafted it, to the. And he like traded his shit. Wasn't he? Wasn't he drafted the same year as Aaron Rodgers? Uh uh-uh. uh No, no. Eli Manning was with. Uh, when did ben When did Rock he trade his? Remember, he was like, "I don't want to play for the Chargers." Yeah, yeah. He. I want to play for the Giants. That was with Ben Roethlisberger, Philip Rivers, and Drew Eli Smith. Er, 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 Drew Smith. It wasn't Drew Brees. Drew Brees was not in that draft. It who, was, who was it? It was Eli Manning, Ben Roethlisberger, and Phillip Rivers. That was the big three quarterbacks in that draft. Well, Alex Smith was in the same draft as Aaron Rodgers then, right? Yeah. So yeah. It was Alex Smith and Aaron Rodgers. So it was basically Alex Smith was considered the better of the two. Like, that was what people kind of thought. But – some people are like, well, if Rodgers goes number one, Alex Smith will for sure go number two. But if Alex Smith goes number one, Rodgers went like twenty four. Rodgers could go like who knows when. So Alex Smith went number one, and then Rodgers dropped all the way down to us at number twenty four. So it was weird because like Rodgers was for sure the second best quarterback in that draft. There was no ifs ands or buts about it. He was like the number number two. But it was just like no one else needed a quarterback that badly where if it was Alex Smith, people would have thought they wanted him more than Rodgers. So people tr- so so that's why like Rodgers fell, whereas like Jordan Love, like there were like three other quarterbacks that people had ahead of Jordan Love. So it was kind of weird when the Packers traded for him because they didn't think. They would really need him, but anyway, it's more it is more complicated than that. I didn't explain it well, but anyway, I think uh, well now Tim Boyle just got released. Yeah, he, so so love is love's sure number the, two, the numero dos. So he gets to finally put pads on, I guess. Yeah, about damn time. I don't know, but well, all right, I I yeah. I actually got some uh, info. You got some info. What do you got? Well, I just had info on uh, Aaron Jones. Aaron oh, Jones yeah. signs a four-year, $48 million contract. $48 million <laughs> contract. Yeah. Jones, a fifth-round yeah. draft pick yeah. by the Packers out of UTEP in 2017, Woo. ranked the fourth in the NFL season. 
with 1,104 mm-hmm. rushing yards yep. despite oh, missing yeah. two games. Two games. With a calf injury. Despite. He made his Pro Bowl becoming the lowest Pro drafted Bowl. Packer running back since Dorsey Levins. Dorsey the Horsey. Also a fourth round draft pick or fifth round draft pick in 1997. It was Jones' second straight 1,000-yard rushing season. He rushed for 1,084 yards and led the NFL with 19 touchdowns Hell in 2019, yeah. including Hell. the playoff yeah. season. He scored 23 times, the most for a season in team history. Jones, 26, is one of only two players in NFL history to post 3,000 yards. Whoa. 3,000 yards. Rushing 3,364 yards. 34-plus rushing touchdowns with an average of 5-plus carrying yards per carry in the first four. I think I read that right. I don't fucking know. But, hey, we also signed Preston. <laughs> well, we didn't sign him. We we restructured we his contract. We re-signed Preston Smith. We didn't re-sign him. We restructured his contract. restructured. Fuck you, Max. I'm just saying. We didn't no, you're right. Him. You're 100%. All right. Don't, so, hey, we restructured. Fuck me, then. Fuck no, you. Fuck me. Fuck me. Hey, so we, re- uh, we restructured old Preston. Uh... So this is how his uh thing went. One million dollar base. Okay. Six point five million dollar signing bonus. Split evenly as three point two five million cap hit each in two thousand twenty one to two thousand twenty two. Three hundred thousand dollars per game per game active $200,000 workout bonus, $4.4 million in non-likely-to-be-earned sack incentive, which do not get charged to the 2021 cap. So the sack incentive... The sack incentive kick is 6, 8, 10, 12, 14 sacks for the 2021 season. Thus, Smith uh, achieves a 14 sacks mark. He would earn full incentive amount and actually exceed $12 million in cash. So he's got some things to take care of. Yeah, man. So if he can, like, if he has, like, 16 sacks, he'll make, like, Make like sixteen million dollars or some crazy shit. Jesus. But hey, real quick, I just want to read you something, um, really, really quick. Okay, this is Pro Football Focus, so they like grade NFL players, snap by snap. They grade them and then they average everything up. They're their top players, and so this is their top linebackers. Okay. These are top 25 linebackers. Number one, Bobby Wagner. Levante David. 
Darius Leonard, Demario Davis, Deion Jones, Eric Kendricks, Jalen Smith, Corey Littleton, Alexander Johnson, Jayon Brown, Fred Warner, Leighton Vander Esch, Zach Cunningham, Benardrick McKinney, Jamie Collins, Matt Miliano, Joe Schobert, Miles Jack, Shaq Thompson, Danny Trevathan, Devin Bush, Tremaine Edmonds, KJ Bush, Dre Greenlaw, Roquan Smith. I don't hear Blake Martinez's name anywhere in the top 25. So. I'm sorry. I'm not saying, no, no, no. I'm not saying <laughs> you personally. I'm just saying all these Packer fans, because I hear a lot of Packer fans like, well, Blake Martinez. Dude is good. He's a good player. He's consistent like A.J. Hawk was. No one appreciates that. He's not worth the money he's getting when he's not even in the top 25. That's all well, I got to say. I agree. That's all I got to say. And I hold Blake Martinez accountable. And I, he better be in the guy. Hey. He better be in the top Hey, hey. Blake Martinez, I'm calling you out. You better be Calling a top. You better be a top ten linebacker next year, huh? Because you made ten and a quarter million dollars. You're stealing from the New York football fucking giants, all right, motherfucker. motherfucker so hey. I'm calling you. I'm holding your ass accountable. Hey, we're about to move on to our joke of the week. I thought we did the joke of the week. Oh, did I do it already? I thought you did it. Did I do it? I'm pretty sure you did it. I already did my I, joke of the week. I think we might be uh, wrapping up here. Yeah. Hey, me and Max are going to get $50 tattoos this week. We talk, pack wait, or wait, talk. What was the joke? What, what was the premise again of the joke of the week? I don't think I told it. All right, say it again. God damn it. I know I did tell it. I'm pretty sure you did tell no, it. I definitely though. told it. You did tell it. <laughs> you can tell it again, though. Say it twice. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, don't. She already said it. All I'm saying is that uh, Blake Martinez sucks a whole lot of ass. Him and Tom. Hey, Blake Martinez sucks a whole lot of ass. Him and Tom probably get along real well. Hey, Tom, huh? Hey. Hey, Maximilian. Yes, sir. It's episode 21. Episode 21. Been a show, man. I think we're just about wrapping up here. <laughs> Should we recap? Should we do a recap? Yeah, let's recap. Let's do a recap of episode twenty. Yo, we landed on fifty dollar tattoos. We landed on fifty dollar tattoos. So, okay. um, give us our yeah, that because yep. because of uh because of uh traveling and whatnot. Fuck traveling. So. We're going to record, we're not going to be recording a week from today on the 22nd. We're going to be recording two weeks from today on March 29th. So um, we're not rec- we're not going to be back here next Monday. No. Nope. Next Monday, yay, yay. We will be here Monday, March 29th. Nice. Oh. On that day, we will have the unboxing. We will have the tattoo uh. reveal, <laughs> and we will be revealing what our next 
what our next monthly challenge oh, is. Oh, big episode. So episode 22 is going to be huge. fucking big. Huge. It's going to be a huge fucking episode. Not only are we going to show our new tattoos, we're going to show... I'm going to bring the unboxing. Max has no idea what the fuck it is. No idea. He has I'm, no idea. I'm excited. He's going to be stoked. So I'm going to bring a new unboxing. We're going to hold... Uh, the new monthly challenge and the tattoo, the tattoo unveil. Oh man, I'm yeah. pumped! It's gonna be so episode twenty two is gonna be a big episode. So we got a big two weeks ahead of us. So we're not gonna do anything this next coming week. Well, no, I mean we're gonna do the the tattoo and we're well, gonna fit like week wise. Well, yeah, I mean I think I think getting the tattoo like figuring out. For me personally, like what what I'm gonna do, get a quick little idea of what I'm gonna do, um, and then getting it done. Like we're gonna we're gonna try to get it done together. I'm assuming, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll try to this week figure out maybe like this maybe like tomorrow we'll call a place and get it set up for like sometime in two weeks from now. I bet. And then we'll just have until then to figure it out. Figure out what we're getting. It's the best. So, yeah. So new. So next episode, we're gonna come with new tattoos. I'm gonna come with, uh, awesome surprises. Man. So Max, you don't even know what it is. Nobody knows what it is. No idea. Yeah. So new tattoos, new surprises, and um, a new monthly monthly challenge. That we're. Are we thinking we're gonna it's we're gonna try to do one together this month? Yeah. I think so. Yeah, let's do that, man. Let's do one together. Yeah, let's and do one together. Go. All right, I'm gonna write this all down. New monthly challenge. Oh, I'm gonna be so for this tomorrow. New tattoos, new unboxing. Oh, oh. dude. This is gonna be this unboxing, Max. It's gonna be great. The pack's on the grass. Now they're gonna kick your ass. Yeah. I'm sorry. That's what that unboxing's gonna be like. Dude, this unboxing's gonna. You're gonna like. It's. You're gonna love it. You're gonna love it. Like it. You're gonna love it. (laughs) Oh, you're gonna love it. I got like a really good surprise for you. It's, 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 hey, let me tell you this. It's easy going, just nice. You're just going to be pumped. All right. You're just like, when you see it, you're going to be like, oh. All right. All right. I'm you know excited. I mean? All right. We got. But at the same time, we're gonna have new tattoos. <laughs> have new tattoos. <laughs> so like, I'm gonna get hula real big across my chest. I might have who on my knuckles next weekend, ladies and gentlemen. I might have it on my eyelids. I might have it on my butt cheeks. I don't know where to put it. I might just have it right on my cheeks. Right on my cheeks. Right down my nose. Let me do it right down my nose. Right down my nose. Okay, so let me tell you guys. You're going to have new Hua stuff, but then you also might have new Hua guys. a big Hua neck tattoo. Right in the front of my neck. Okay, me and Max are going to have to talk about this. Let's do H. H on the right side. 
or left side, U in the middle, A. Or no, it would have to be the opposite. So for the reader to be for the uh, the person to be able to read it, it would be H on my right side, U in the middle, A on my left side. That's what I'm gonna do. Holy shit! Big old neck so tattoo. So much cool shit. Big old neck tattoo. Oh, big old neck tattoo. Big, big old neck big tattoo. Big time, big time, big time. Big old neck tattoo. Big time. All because of the dice. Oh, it's nice. Big, huge neck Great. tattoo because of the dice. You thanks, guys. dice. Hey, thanks, dice. Thanks, everybody, for... Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God, I wish I could find it right now. Yeah, should uh, we wrap her up here? Anything else you want to talk about? No. Yeah. I think we have. A, I think the biggest episode we have is tomorrow or next week. It's a couple weeks from now. It's about to be the biggest it's episode of All Us Accountable. We're gonna try to get Tom and Decker on the episode. Yeah, keep talking. And um, episode twenty-two is gonna be. Huge, regardless of who's on it, because of the things we're going to be unveiling. Um, man, we got tattoos, we got gifts, we have new monthly challenges. Um, Carl's going to be bringing a guitar. He's going to be singing and strumming. Oh yeah, I um, will be stringing and strumming. We'll probably be talking more Packer talk because it'll just be. Um, even more news is going to be coming through. Episode 22 is going to be huge. Um, episode no, 21. No, this, this is episode 21. Episode, episode 22, 22 is going to be huge. huge. Yeah. yeah. Tattoos. Tattoos, man. Tattoos. Uh, gifts. New yeah. monthly challenges. Oh, Max, I got a gift oh, for you guys. Thank you for tuning in. I know hey, your time is valuable. So thousands of other podcasts that you could have settled for. But now you're just and gentlemen, with two goofy dudes from Wisconsin who like, like to discuss their problems and figure out ways to solve them. And then there's the reason is they get up out of their comments. I'm trying to shit they ain't done. Ah. This is Hold Us Accountable. Hey, thank you everyone hey. for listening to yeah, episode 21 of Hold Us Accountable. We yeah, can't wait to get in the next week, uh, but you know, hey, Max, it's gonna be a few few days. Hey, just wait till you open up your gift oh, next okay. week, buddy. Can't wait. We'll tattoos. have new tattoos. We'll have new sh- stuff. <laughs> Kill it.